Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Spitballing. I'm Matt Taylor here with my good buddy. Kyle Amundsen. And speaking of singing, we were just talking right before about, he said, and we I needed to turn the headphones up because uh, Kyle said he was going to sing, but did you happen to catch my um, my Facebook Live I did. Corona karaoke I did. COVID I premiere? Did. I thought you did a fine job. Oh, well, um, thank you. <laughs> see, I know that song, though. Yeah. So like, I was like, I don't think Matt's ever heard this song before, but you did a good job anyway. I like your version better. Actually, um, I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I still like your version better. <clears throat> so every uh, every Wednesday night, me and uh, Meta's two middle um, children, uh, and sometimes little kids too, but um, Madeline and, and Mia, we uh, we get together, uh, and and Meta sometimes too, but. It's typically them that want to do it, um, and we do this uh, this this evening of karaoke, and we we call it COVID or Corona karaoke, and uh, that last Wednesday night was pretty fun, um, and they had a a, a couple of uh, friends over, and I it, we weren't breaking the quarantine. These were pe- people that are already in their classroom, so they're already sure. in contact, um, and uh, in their classroom in school when they go to the, like the school daycare thing or whatever it is. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> So I was entertaining, you know, four uh, teenage girls and uh, doing croaking. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know a single song that they sung it, but it was, it was really fun. But then they took off, and then Meta and I uh, sat there and continued to do karaoke until, until the girls came back. And so I had maybe had a few cocktails by that time, and I was feeling pretty good. And then the girls came back, and then they wanted to do Royals, which is, which is my. They'd had a few cocktails. I, I think they were fine because you can tell in the video <laughs> that they uh, that they weren't all all juiced up. But um, so we haven't we have been practicing. Um, we each have a song and we and we're practicing. So we're going to try to get really good at this. But I love the song Royals. All right, and I originally heard it uh, on uh, like a, I was subscribed to this like weird. Uh, YouTube channel where these where the, where people would do um, covers in weird ways, and there was this chick. Uh, her name is Cher, uh, Sarah Stone, I think is her name, and she did this really cool cups version of the song where she just like bounces a cup around and, and sings yeah. it, and it's just great. I'd never heard the actual song before, but I loved that version of it, and I would listen to that all the time. So I was like, well, it's my jam, and so then I one night I decided I would do it with do it singing karaoke. Now. If you, I can't sing. I mean, I really can't. I have like, I mean, it, it like, I can't carry a tune in a bucket, but I enjoy it. Um, so we, I, I just, I'm a horrible singer myself, but man, do I love to sing. I just get into it. And so, um, then the girls decided they wanted to do the backup vocals for me. And so we've been practicing it. That's um, fucking great. By the way, that was not very good. That was, I should, like, we should have done the earlier. We should, if we we're gonna go Facebook Live, we should have done the earlier version when I wasn't <laughs> tuned up. But, but it was a lot of fun. But the girls get a kick out of the way I I say Royals because I always just like growl it out. So it's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, so that's on the cheer news. How you been doing? Good, fantastic. Um, down, uh, you know, down like about twenty two pounds or whatever from my starting point of two ninety. Uh, yeah, well, you know, the good. diet's going good and stuff. Um, although, um. I did have uh then on a um actually I've had a couple of days here and there where I were, like it was like I knew ahead of time I was going to like um break with keto. Yeah. Um <clears throat> including today. Um uh, <laughs> but I've got stuff going on today. It's not that's not feasible. Um so my birthday was on Thursday. 
and I knew that I wanted such a I, shitty I, friend. <laughs> I didn't even um, know. Well, Actually, I think I maybe at this stage but, of the game, right? Well, who right. gives a fuck? Like, you know? Oh, you're one one more year closer to death. Yeah. Congratulations! You're a big to a cake. Are, are you, you know? uh, are you 47 then? 47. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Um. So uh, I've been doing keto. So um, even though I did find, side note, I found some keto friendly bread. Yeah. Apparently, it's, it's a big thing now. Whatever. It sucks. Um, does it? Yeah. I, I mean, but dude, I, I mean, is it is it better than not having bread? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is it bread? No. But I mean, it's twelve carbs, um, but uh, like, well, zero net carbs because uh, right because the, they put a bunch of fiber in. Yeah. It. That's the only way they can do it. If you like to make bread that like can be keto is you have to up the fiber content. So you're so so that makes it taste kind of like. Shit, you know, like, I didn't. It, I, I didn't mind horrible. it. It was all right. Um, it, it's a, and it, I'm trying to stay away from it anyway because I'm still like I, the whole the whole keto thing with the net zero thing. Yeah, like, I I'm still like, but it's like no, I, I'm still trying to stay away from the carbs. You know, sure. But I mean, net zero does. So one one thing that uh, people run into is with like. Um, when they want sweets and then they'll eat a bunch of those, like, uh, I don't know, like Stouffer's or whatever they are. They make these, they make like little, oh, like, like fat bombs and shit like yeah, that. Well, or they make like, um, you know, like Reese's peanut butter cups, but that are zero net, yeah, zero carbs. Those, I've, I love those goddamn things, but I just, <laughs> but if you, to stay away the problem them. with them is that, um, they do have zero carbs, net carbs. Um, but they still like, they still spike your insulin because of the sweetness to them and and also holy shit do they fuck up your gastrointestinal <laughs> tract <laughs> i mean believe me i've uh, i've gone on binges and i've eaten like 50 of them and then been like oh god and then you got like the shit weasel so oh. yeah not good see that not shit good. like i don't know i think so, i could just like i could eat out of a fucking like a, a six month old dumpster and like have no okay but you can also eat you can also like drink like diet coke or something too right yeah yeah and i can't do that like I can't, I can't handle any um, fake sugar, like anything, mm. any fake sugar. And everybody's like, "Oh, have you tried stevia?" Yeah, fucking gross. Like all of it. I mean, I find it like tastes gross, but I also it also like fucks up my guts up horribly. Like I drank one time at the bar. I was like uh, falling asleep, you know, and I was like, I need something, but I was trying to do low carb, and I had a I had a, a sugar free Red Bull. And I thought I was going to die. <laughs> and it, I mean, I had to choke it down, but I was like, I mean, I've taken shot, I've taken shots of Yag. So, I mean, I can, I can, I can, I can fucking shoot a Red Bull if I got to. But by the, I was like, I would, my gut, yeah. <laughs> not good. Fuck Yag. Yeah. Rufflements is the shot that's oh. on me. But, yeah. you know, I used to drink so fucking much of it and then I'd always, always black out, you know, weird, but whatever. You know? Um, those all of those uh, like high alcohol schnapps are so horrible for you, not just because they're super high alcohol, like Goldschlager, Rumplemints, yeah. uh, uh, fucking um, Yag. What is that? Uh, what, what's that shot together? That's called like the Triple Reich. Yeah. Oh, the Third Reich. <laughs> or the Third yeah. Reich. Yeah. The Triple Reich. Gold, yeah. yeah. The Gold Triple Schlager, Reich. Rumplemints, uh, fucking Yag. Uh, but uh, all of those are so bad for you not just because they are so high in alcohol, but they have so much sugar. And 
those two things together are, um, I, mean, I, 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 I tell, I tell you, and I had spent really long time since I've, I've drank Rumplemints, but one shot of Rumplemints and I'm going to have a hangover even if I don't get drunk. Well, then I used to drink so fucking much of it, you know, like Oof. I had that, well, did I ever tell you what? I had that friend, um, Tupper on, um, I can't think of her married name now, but, uh, um, Jessica, uh, she works out at the Capitol. Um, and, uh, she used to, we used to work at a gym together many years ago. Really smart, lovely, wonderful, like charming, fucking interesting girl. Um, <clears throat> and I've maintained this friendship with her, like for fucking whatever, 20 years or something. Long ass time. Yeah. Approximately 20 years. Um, even though we never see each other, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, her and, uh, my other friend, uh, Sarah was another fantastic girl, uh, who actually is engaged now. Um, so Sarah and Jessica, two girls that I worked with at this gym 20 years ago, um, they came up and I was so fucking excited to see them. Um, that was, it was the same night that that fucking, that great enormous motherfucker clocked me, uh, oh. like sucker punched me. Yeah. Sucker punch. I don't even believe in that term. Sometimes I've, I've never been sucker punched. I only got hit when I wasn't looking. Right. That's my bad. Um, but, uh, so when he fucking like rocked me and, and everybody was like, holy shit, I felt that in my feet. Like, you know, and I'm like, I'm good, you know? Um, and I mean, they, at least he hit you in the head. Right. Right. You know, fucking, well, and I did duck the second one. One of these days I'm actually going to learn to duck the first one. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's hard to duck the first one, but, uh, especially if you don't know what's coming. Fucking, uh, uh, but then we, all, we were going to hang out to that guy too. Like the cops were on their way and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, Tell your buddy he hits like a fucking girl. <laughs> no offense. Yes. Remind me. Hit like a girl. Hit like a girl. Don't write it down. I got it. But, you know, it's just something guys say. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just go hit in the head. <laughs> but um, I'm like, if you guys are fucking out of here before the cops show up, you can forget about it. You know? Because, I mean, forget I, about I was it. fucking on the worst for where he's the one that got fucking choked, choked out, out. You know? Right. And, um. And they fucking split, and it was a good, you know. And I'm glad I fucking let him lose because it was early in the night. I didn't want to. There's people. There were still still people eating dinner. Right. I didn't want to sit on this fucking group of like a dozen dudes right. and just fucking hang on to them until goddamn the cops got there. And you know, the fucking cop took forever to get there anyway. Um, but um, <laughs> where the fuck was I going with that? You were telling me about the girl. Oh yeah, so they came up later that night. Um, I got off work early, and uh, and we hung out, uh, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> little brother Isaac <laughs> was with me he showed up and uh, um, so we started drinking Rumplemints of course that's and, the uh, only time that's I think that's the only time I've ever drank Rumplemints yeah. is with Isaac yeah because well, he's like oh buy your shot I'm like no I'm mother's ready. milk to him he yeah. lives off that shit but I used to you know and so we always drink that shit together and then a couple of days later my friend Jessica's like you know it's really impressive how much Rumplemints you and your buddy can drink and I'm like is it because <laughs> barely remember seeing you like don't remember anything about that oh night, that's the know? that's the side yeah that was that fucking sucks. terrible i fucked i fucked that all up and you and you, like, and you probably had fun but you didn't get to yeah, yeah i'm sure but, i did but i mean i might have been an ass of myself i, I mean it's a fucking it, okay i probably probably made an ass of myself yeah. i definitely made an ass but of myself. even it just but, sucks to to it just sucks to like have a fun night but then be like shit i drank too much and can't remember it well on the other hand that's why you keep a bard in the group. That's why you keep a bard in the group to chronicle your exploits. You that's know? that's a good but, point. Uh, I wanted to make a point about hitting like a girl. I Meta and I um, went over to the two and eight um, the other day um, on the scoots, um, and Meta bought this like cool little backpack thing that has like a um, 
where you can uh, like a picnic basket backpack. You know, it's pretty cool. So we went over there and we uh, we got some pot pie and we were talking to to Katie Ritter and I'm like, we gotta show up early so we can flirt with Katie. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so you know, it, it's equal flirting. And uh, and uh, I don't know how we got on the subject, but Katie said something to the extent of how PJ thinks that he could beat any female UFC fighter. Does he know about Christian Santos or, okay. or like any of these any of those upper echelon? So like? PJ, I'm going to speak directly to you. I can make that fight happen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, and I guarantee you're going to lose. And I guarantee it doesn't even have to be a UFC fighter. Okay, <laughs> I know at least a dozen women who would wipe the floor with me. Just. I would have zero chance. And if you want to go, <laughs> I'm open. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a misconception that just because you're a dude, you could beat up any woman in, a, in an MMA fight. It is not true. It is not true. Now, there are things that give men advantages over women in a, in a brawl. I mean, for example, if you weigh you know, 260 pounds of solid muscle and you're throwing around a 110-pound girl, yeah. there are certain things that skill and um, and training can't compensate for, all right? But I still, I know some 120-pounders who will fuck you up. You know, <laughs> if I, like, if I tried to fight a girl, like, let's say this girl trains MMA. Let's say... Everything's equal. Like, I mean, she doesn't even have to be as strong as me. But if we're even in the same like weight class or something, you know, like she'd be a, you know, she'd be a bigger girl. She would be a fucking monster. <laughs> she like, yeah, right. If you, you know, like if, if you train for MMA, if, if, I, MMA, find, if I find a two hundred and fifty pound MMA chick, yep. I'm running, dude. She would fucking, she would fuck me up. You know, yeah. I mean, unless I knocked her out or something. But I mean, like, I don't like. It's just I would not care to get a fight and get in a fight with someone who like anybody that trains versus and you know versus someone that like is uh does not train hasn't trained in fucking forever old rusty fucking out of shit you know like i am not you know the man that i used to be and even when i was there are still women out there that i wouldn't want to fight so i mean i trained with this uh chick down in st cloud jess uh she's brown belt uh and it is, uh, she's about my size, um, and, um, tough as hell. Uh, she's hurt me more than anyone I've ever trained with. <laughs> she broke, she, I mean, you know, she's, she's pretty much broke, broke my arm. I mean, she's choked me unconscious. I mean, she is a fucking, you know, monster and PJ, you got no chance against her. All right. No chance. All right. E- even, you know, like if I'm trying to like, and I could find a commission that'll put it on too. I'm telling you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm trying to knock out some like if I'm trying to knock out some big MMA like female yeah um you know I don't know how many like I I couldn't take a bunch of I couldn't take a few leg kicks you know like right. stuff like that there's all kinds of ways like there's all kinds of ways to beat me like right. I mean <laughs> I feel like anybody can beat me up if they have the right game plan you well, know I mean I mean um uh you're just all over yeah, the I'm place. Just fucking thing. flailing around. Uh, uh, Kayla uh, Henderson is that is that her name? Kayla Henderson, the um, 
fighter for uh oh i'm fucking this all up and anyway she's the two-time um um olympic judo judo gold medalist yeah i've trained with her a few times she trains with brock and, and whatever she's amazing um but watching her and brock go from stand-up is awesome because she'll toss him then he fucks her up like he, like she, once they hit the ground it's brock's world but brock even being a you know but i mean she's just gets in there and, and boom and i rolled with her and it took her about seven seconds to throw me and arm bar me you know and i'm like there's no i mean she's yeah. so strong she's like she grabs your wrist and you're like oh jesus christ i think my bones are gonna break <laughs> so yeah you're just completely i i know it it maybe you think that but you're you're just wrong and then also speaking of pj um, I hope he doesn't see this before. <laughs> he won't because I won't put it out there. Uh, apparently, I'm going to get to do a little uh, preview of a, of a slice on oak pie today. So uh, he's going to, well, I shouldn't say that actually. Meta is, but I'm going to sneak in on that shit because, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's been uh, putting out some test pies and people are, uh, are uh, eating them and reviewing them on Facebook. And uh, Meta's like, where the fuck's my pie? And he's like, I'll bring it to you today. He's fucking up. We could be doing that right now. Yeah. And then all well, of our all of our viewers and listeners, all six of them, would know, you know, about his pie. You know, it's kind of funny. Um, I saw an uh, um, old friend of mine, um, Beth, um, uh, who used to work at The Eclectic. Um, she po- She's in Colorado, and she was just saying, it's so nice to hear you guys. And it, she apparently listens, she listens to a little podcast, and she yeah. was... Because she was like, "Oh, I just love to hear that story about Ma." I haven't, you know, <laughs> but I was like, uh, um, "I was like, oh, I've got a Colorado listener." So, how are you doing, Beth? Um, oh, fuck. Go. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yep. Jump in. We. Fucking I got, got one me. more thing. I gotta. Oh, I, I, but, I just I realized that I'd fucking totally left the whole like birthday fucking thing. Uh, oh yeah, you didn't leave that hanging. Um, <clears throat> I was talking about the food. Forty-seven. Thing. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, the keto thing. Um, I decided that, you know, like instead of having a whole day of like sh- eating shitty, like I'd save one for another day. Like, so today I fucking had my beloved plate for sandwiches. Um, that but, just kills me. It uh, just kills me that that's what you want. I love those things so much. Really? Yeah. That's, you know, totally. And the other thing, the thing that I had on my birthday um, uh, was a, uh, yeah. Let me let, let me paint a picture. I've, I've got to. You're going to lay the scene of Fair Verona, yeah. all right? Um, it was the summer of 1990. Good year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was seeing a girl, uh, pretty girl, dimples, uh, blonde hair, uh, a little older than me, and she turned me on to a sandwich. <laughs> uh, it was the uh, double meat seafood sub uh, from Subway, and I've been eating that. Slam- I've been eating. That's been my mainstay. That's been like a big part of my diet for the last thirty years. You are a Scandinavian, dude. Fucking seafood sub, salt and pepper directly on the fucking meat. You know, like uh, just uh, like American cheese, lettuce, onion. That's it. You know. So you are described. You've just described two meals that I would eat in a starvation situation. <laughs> I, I, have not, I have not put a filet of fish in my mouth since the first time when I was like six. And my dad brought me, because he, okay, my mom was allergic to fish, so we couldn't have fish in the house. And my dad went to McDonald's and 
he loved fucking fish and but he couldn't eat it at home and he bought me a fillet of fish and I was like no <laughs> this is gross and I I remember like crying cuz it wasn't the hamburger that <laughs> I wanted and I didn't cry I didn't cry over that um and then uh and I'm I'm not yeah I've never had a seafood sub I'm never going to oh man love them well that's right you're not going to because that day um I found out that they're discontinuing them. Oh. After 30 years. Like, Isn't it because people keep getting sick? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure. I don't, I don't give a fuck about I them. I think that's exactly I can eat, it. Like, <laughs> I'm like a raccoon or a bear. Like, I can eat out of your dumpster, and I'm not going to get sick. I'll be great. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I fucking, like, like, I found that shit out on my birthday. And I'm, I was so excited about this sandwich. And Christine called them up, and they're like, oh, yeah, because, I mean, it's the, I always go to the same place when I get it, you know, yeah. like, fucking, that's important. I like to do that, too. I like to, um, I, I call it, like, narrowing my, like, capital. Like, I like to go, I go to the same coffee shop every day. I don't, like, I will go to another coffee shop if I have to, but I like, I go, I like when I, I like knowing I like them to know what I want. I like all of exactly. that stuff. All of those things. Yep. I don't want to have to. Um, ex- I don't want to have to train people. And I have like relationships with these. And people then when there's point, a new know? one, I'm not very nice. You know, I, w- I I literally will be like, "Are you the only one here? Could you go get? <laughs> Is Tony in the back? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I don't want to be a dick. I'm a much nicer person post coffee. Okay, so. One of the reasons that I need that I like to go to the same coffee shop every day is because I am a fucking asshole from the time I wake up till the till mm, halfway through my first cup of coffee when I only really drink one five shot cup of five shots of espresso a day. But like, it, I'm not nice. I'm just I know I'm not. I'm a fucking asshole. So like, but so they know that. So they just they just know that I'm gonna like be a grump and like. They don't like. I might bite their head off if they ask me if I have rewards, you know. But I say, homie, don't play that. Like, I, and I know, like, b- being one of those people too. I know that you've experienced this at some point um, when some newbie is about to take your order or something. Yeah. And then, like, your your regular, like your regular comes, or your regular person comes yeah. along and is like, "Your barista, oh, I got this." Yeah. You know. Yeah, and then that's a fucking beautiful. I, I love that. And I'm then. Like, yeah. And then if, if Watch it, and learn, if noob. it's done right, then the next time I come in, the noob is there. The noob says, oh, large Americano with an extra shot on the side? Fucking right. No perks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just like my, I just like, yeah. Yeah. I love my, I love my people. Yeah, but then, like, I go to the same liquor store. I go to the same, you know, I'm, like, uh, restaurants. Well, I don't go to them anymore, but, <laughs> but when I could... Yeah, I uh, so that was a that was the heartbreak I dealt with on my birthday. First world problems. Um, no, that's that's important. Well, it was it was a big <laughs> deal. Thirty years, man. Thirty years of that sandwich, and then fuck, you know. So I just hopped on the internet, got the recipe for it, and Christian's gonna make them for me. Whatever. Yeah, that won't be the same. Um. Um. Sure. So I I wanted to uh, talk just a little bit about uh, last episode first of all um you know 
I got the COVID blues, not the actual 19. Uh, it, it's hard not, I don't it, like everybody jokes about like what day is it and whatever, but I literally like lost track of time last week, like lost track of days and just didn't know what was going on. I, I thought I had time to get the podcast out. So the podcast is really late just because I didn't do it. I just, I just sat there and I was like, what? It's fucking Tuesday. <laughs> so whoopsie. Sorry about that. I'll try to be a little more prompt. So we apologize to uh, all the people that noticed. Yeah. Eric. Uh, actually, yeah. No, actually, nobody noticed. <laughs> I didn't get a single message. Usually my sister will be like, dude, what's up with the fucking podcast? Did, it, did, you, did you not put it on the, because um, she listens to it. So sometimes I'm not as good about putting it up on the, uh, on the uh, podcast stream. So she'll usually message me, but she didn't even message me. And I thought, hmm, and God damn it, it was a really good podcast. So go well, back and listen to it. We're not gaining a whole bunch of viewers, but we are succeeding wildly in our stay poor slow scheme. Oh, totally. But I mean, we, I mean, we're getting, you know, 80 to a hundred, you know, views every single episode within that first week. And then they kind of grow after that. So, you know, Hey, I do it with, I do it if nobody was listening. Yep. We already covered that. That <laughs> said, I, when I was uh, finishing it up, the podcast, I was trying to uh, figure out what song I wanted to put on the end. And I was digging around and I found a really, really old recording of my buddy, Steve Johnson, um, who, uh, you know, was just like, I don't know, super close friend. He lived with me for, for a few years back in the, in the early days of the eclectic. And, um, he, uh, and I found this awesome old cover he did of, uh, last caress, um, of the misfits. And, uh, it was just great. So I throw the podcast out and I kind of went to bed that night, kind of just I don't know, reminiscing about, about, you know, the, the old days and Steve and all of that. And I wake up in the morning and I have a pile of messages from him and he has no idea. Like the podcast isn't even up out yet, you know, and five messages from him that are songs that he's recorded recently that he sent huh. me. And I'm like, dude, this is just too fucking weird. I was, um, I just put, one of your old songs, uh, "Last Caress," on, uh, on the uh, on the on the end of the podcast, and then I wake up this morning and you're there, and I said it's also weird because I saw the reason I even started thinking about "Last Caress" is because I was uh, talking to or I saw Tony Cosette, who is a guy who used to come or Coser, that's how you say his name, um, who used to come into the eclectic back in the day, and he, Tony and Steve used to get together and have this, they would had this band. You know, they would just fuck around, but they were called uh, uh, Tonacious Steve, and they would they would do uh, they would do Tonacious D covers, and it just I kind of got a chuckle out of it, and then I decided then I put that on there, and he says, um, I must have heard your mind bullets. <laughs> anyway, so then you all got hit day by a stray mind bullet. All day we were messaging back and forth, and uh, uh, I just missed the fuck out of him, and, and he's one of those people. You were talking about how like you're good friends with that girl, yeah. that, but you don't see her very often. And that's the way Steve and I are. Like we will go six, eight months with no communication, and then like we'll message each other a whole bunch and feel good, and then we won't see each other. But I was like, dude, we really got to get together. And he's like, yeah. Well, this is really good timing because I ain't had shit going on right now. It's like me either, COVID, and uh, so he's coming up next weekend. I think uh, he hasn't quite uh, formalized it yet, but um, 
And uh, if he does, we're going to try to get together on the podcast. Even if Kyle can't make it, we're going to try to get together and do something. Um, but he's a fantastic musician. He's a fantastic artist. And he's just the funnest um, fucking guy ever. And uh, I'm super excited to see my old friend. So Right on. Yeah. But I just thought that was, I mean, it, that was that was pretty fucking serendipitous. Yeah. Um, and, he, but, and I thought it was weird. And he was like, nah, that's mind bullets. I get it. <laughs> so we're connected um so anything going on in the news um you no know, uh you know i spent uh you know I, I was just uh you know after i got my sub i just drove down spent the, the rest of my birthday in minneapolis uh, my birthday party got a little out of hand um apparently uh, yeah yeah my, uh, my too many candles on my cake <laughs> and it's been riots ever since so, oh shit yeah craziness um and it's fucking you know, it's just selfish of me. Like I'm, like we, 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 you and I were talking about this yesterday. You know, like I don't, like I, do I pretend to be a good person? Like because there's people out there that think that I'm a good person, but I'm actually a shit person. Um, I have to like do a lot of thinking and shit like that to just kind of temper all my asshole, just some of my asshole yeah. like, impulses. And well, stuff. we've talked about this many times that <clears throat> people they think right away that you're a good person, and it takes them a while to realize. Yeah. And I'm kind of the opposite. I try to be an asshole and then it takes a while for people to realize <laughs> that I actually that that I'm not quite as bad as I can. Katie Mack was always like why do you try to convince people that you're worse than you are and I'm like that's not really it for me like that's just me poking through that you see that you you know, you know where you, th- you think that I'm a fucking yeah uh, but yeah I know I'm a I'm a I'm a shit person um you know and like and I like th- all this you know all this shit you know I'm like God, can I, I, I don't know why, I don't know what getting back to like, for like social media and everything to get back to normal. I don't know why I even say things like that. Cause what is normal for social media? There's always something that people are arguing and saying stupid shit about. Yeah. Like really being fucking stupid, like alarmingly stupid, like cringe, like really cringy, stupid and shit. And you know, it's always something. Um, so, I mean, it might as well be something interesting. So, so every time I think like, God, I wish I just didn't have all this shit. Well, then if I didn't have all that shit on my newsfeed, it would be some other stupid shit. So if somebody from, uh, uh, I don't know, New Zealand was watching this and they were watching it in three weeks, they would have Jake, no idea what Jake the Muss. what the fuck we're talking about. So, so can you explain to me? So here, here's the deal. There was an event that, or an incident, um, a tragedy that took place. Yeah, a motorist uh, gets stopped and killed by the police. Um, not, you know, I, uh, a, a black motorist. Um, and you know, we've talked a lot about police brutality and stuff like oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so, man. What's George, uh, what was it? Oh. Uh, George Floyd. Floyd. Yeah. I wanted to say Lloyd. Um, so George Lloyd is killed in the street by uh, Derek Chauvin. Chauvin. Um, and uh, he's kneeling on his neck. Uh, now, I just read this morning, somebody, somebody posted something about um, how, like, it wasn't actually kneeling on his neck that killed the guy. The guy was on a bunch of drugs, and you know. But anyway, this guy killed him. So like he fucking like him like being kneeling on his neck and shit led to this guy's fucking demise. And it 
like, and, and there's people like in the video, like begging the guy to get off him and telling, you know, and the guy's like saying, I can't breathe and shit. Well, you'll see it. We'll watch the video. So he, so I like, I like woke up one morning. I'm doing my, my, my number two skimming through uh, Facebook. And I, 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 I see Best something, I see something that Gavin Rydell puts out and it was just some line. Like if anybody doesn't think that's murder, then they just don't really understand the definition of murder. I was like, what's this, what's going on? And then I was like, oh no, something really bad happened. Unplug, right? Head in the sand. I just don't want to fucking know about it right now. Of course, you can't completely insulate yourself from that. And I have since, you know, understand that there was an incident where um, George Floyd was, was um, you know, being arrested and ended up dying. Um, but I haven't, I haven't watched the video. I haven't watched any news reports. I have literally not even like I am carefully skimming Facebook if I wanna, and I am only like clicking on fucking happy puppy shit. Um, to for two reasons. One is that I'm, I don't do super well with tragedy. I don't know if anybody knows that about me, but I fucking avoid that shit like the play. Did you ever listen to that Kelly Thomas audio? No. But oh. I couldn't do anything about it. Would the, fuck not you that up. I could it do, me up. Not that I could do anything about the Kel, Kelly Thomas situation, but it it, ha, it wasn't like it wasn't in my state, it wasn't in my face, it wasn't happening right now. So, so I put my head in the sand for the last week and have really done everything I could to not process it, uh, to not view it, to not do anything. Um, for two reasons one is it's not good it's not easy for me to do anyway and number two is i wanted to do it together i guess with you guys um and with kyle who i know has is very passionate about the subject um and maybe be able to process it all together i know everybody is doing this individually um i also gotta say this hasn't been very fair to uh to my people uh meta i think uh got a little frustrated with me like rightfully so um she wanted to process and i was like i can't i don't I, we got i gotta put a pin in it and uh so uh yeah so everything has consequences but here we are so i we're gonna watch a uh it's like three minutes um you guys are gonna hear the audio kyle and i are gonna watch it um, and this is a CBS News report that's kind of just came out, I guess, this morning, but it kind of is the, the total summation. So here we go. There are new developments in the death of George Floyd, the unarmed black man in Minneapolis who died in police custody. We're hearing from the paramedics who treated him. And now the mayor says he wants the police officer who pressed his knee to Floyd's neck to be prosecuted. CBS's Jeff Pegues reports tonight from Minneapolis. The new cell phone video shows the initial arrest. Officers are seen taking George Floyd out of his vehicle. In surveillance video obtained by CBS News, a handcuffed Floyd is walked across the street toward a police car. In the distance, you can see Floyd fall. In this newly circulated video, three officers have Floyd pinned on the ground, while another stands over them. You can hear Floyd pleading for air. The officer who pressed his knee to Floyd's neck has been identified as Derek Chauvin. He doesn't let up until the 46-year-old's listless body is put on a stretcher. In a new report, the fire department says medics in the ambulance checked his pulse several times, finding none. He was later pronounced dead at the hospital. 
Tonight, the other officers involved have been identified as Thomas Lane, J. Alexander Kung, and Tu Tao. But Chauvin is under the most scrutiny. Even though the Floyd investigation is ongoing, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry called for Chauvin to be arrested. Do you think that was murder? I do. You do? Let me be clear. Good for him. The arresting officer killed someone. As to the precise charge, I'm not going to get into that. Tuesday night, protesters demanded all four officers be charged. Some turned anger into destruction. Officers used smoke grenades and rubber bullets to break up the crowd. Tonight, we're also learning more about Floyd. The 46-year-old moved to Minneapolis from his hometown of Houston looking for a better job. You know, this is the man I love for, for three years. Courtney Ross is Floyd's girlfriend. It's clear as water. That video says it all. If you don't see murder, I don't know what you see. The union representing the police officers is asking the public not to jump to conclusions, but behind me, the protesters are gathered on the streets once again, and police are bracing for another long night. Nora. Jeff Begay is in Minneapolis tonight. Thank you. Jesus, I'm crazy. It's hard to watch. Um, man, yeah. I mean, he killed that guy, like, right in front of us there, you know, like that shit. Uh, so that's, you know, it, that's pretty cut and dried. <clears throat> um, you know, like, so uh, I uh, have spent 20-ish years, you know, practicing the martial arts and you know, I, I teach people how to, like, you know, choke people unconscious. That's part of, like, what I've done. Um, and it comes up fairly often, like, well, like, could I kill somebody doing this? And the answer is yes, absolutely. Yeah, but, just doing by doing it badly. <laughs> well, or actually not even necessarily doing it badly, but by not letting go. Oh, yeah. You, like, in order to, like, to like stop somebody's heart by cutting off the blood to their brain, you have to like really want to do it. It's not something you can just do. Like, I mean, it's easy to make somebody go unconscious, cut three seconds, you know, they're out. But to like hold that until their fucking heart stops, that's, uh, that takes a bit, like three minutes. You know, it takes about three minutes of, of constant lack of blood flow before it stops the heart. Um, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see this case progress. Um, <clears throat> I uh, And by interesting, I mean we're going to hear some fucking... I mean, <clears throat> we're going to hear a lot of stupid shit. Um, I'm curious to see what these... You know, what, what those cops have to say for themselves. Uh, they're not cops anymore. They got fired. You know, like yep. that happened right away. Okay. Um, you know, so all you know, three of them or four of them, four of them, the one standing um, them too. Yeah. And he's been like in the, in, uh, Chauvin, Chauvin, uh, has been arrested. Uh, it took him a while to arrest him. You know, sometimes, apparently sometimes these things take a bit, especially when the person you're arresting is white and the victim is black. Um, and, I know some people well, are not going to like that I said that, sure. but I mean, we just fucking talked about the guys but, in Georgia and shit. You but know, also, like, also, I, and I mean, okay, so I, I don't, I want to be very careful not to like be defending the other side, but 
if you are the prosecuting attorney, let's say, you want to make sure all your ducks in a row because the last thing you would want to do is to, to make a mistake and then let this cop get off on a technicality. Sure. So, like, there's always a process of in before you arrest somebody who's um, not in the act of committing a crime. Yeah. Like, they know where he is. You know, like, so they, it's not, they, he wasn't in the act of committing a crime. I mean, if, if the guy's in the middle of robbing a bank, then you have to do it in the, but if you know the guy robbed a bank, you know it's him. They don't necessarily just rush in and get him. They want to make sure all their ducks are in a row so that they don't fuck anything up. So I could see that taking a couple of days, uh, but I'm sure that's super painful and super, you know, infuriating to people who, um, well, I guess, um, that are fucking human, <laughs> are compassionate. I mean. Yeah, um, and uh, <laughs> so I did, uh, I read something on Facebook today, and I think I read it last night too. Um, and it was, uh, and somebody was scolding the rioters, um, uh, because, uh, uh, they, because they, they burnt up, uh, you know, they took the, the, like the, the goodwill and, uh, you know, everybody, like the whole nation was like with them, you know, and then they fucked it up and now everybody sees them as the bad guys. I, and I don't agree with that. When I read it, I was like, so now you don't feel like, you know, like, like if you're less angry about this, like if you're less, if you're less upset by that guy's murder, um, because of the rioting and stuff, then you're a fucking piece of trash. You're fucking garbage. You're a shit human being, you know? Right. Like, I mean, uh, now if you're also mad about the riots, that's cool. But if you are less, but if you're less upset about it, you know, because of the, because of the rioting and stuff, Hey, fuck you. <laughs> don't care. Not even just a little. Kill yourself. So, um, Dan Carlin talks about this all the time about how, uh, like society can't function without a pressure release valve. Right. And, and we don't really have one. We've lost our pressure release valve in our country. And all, so the pressure builds and the pressure builds and the pressure builds. And then eventually it has to blow. And then when it blows, it's explosive. So that I feel is like what's happening. And especially in Minnesota, because Minnesota is such a, we want our identity is that we're nice, you know, like that's our, that's our, like our, that's our, our ideal identity, the Minnesota nice. And then when you get to see the ugly that is there, that, that it goes against our self image and there's a lot of ugly. And then that fucking pressure builds and builds and builds. And that's, this is what, this is what it looks like when you don't have a pressure release valve and the pressure built too high. Well, that's true about, I mean, very true about our society, you know, like you can't, uh, you like, you have to be nice to everybody. Otherwise you're like, Oh, you're, you're bullying them. Or you, you know, you're just being a dick. If you're like, you know, you, you have to watch what you say to people or they'll sue you. You know, you have to, you know, you can't, uh, you know, heaven forbid you hit someone. Uh, you know, like they'll sue you, you'll go to jail. Um, what well, if you like, even you can't even like, like even you can't even discipline your fuck. you like, you can't even discipline your kids. You know, like, um, I mean, and I, I know that like, uh, like you don't, you don't have to like use violence to like discipline your kids, but like, 
you have to fucking walk on eggshells, uh, like disciplining kids. Um, you know, like meanwhile, uh, they can fucking like trash your house or whatever, but you still have to let them live there. You still have to feed them. You still have to clothe them, all this shit, you know, like, uh, everything, like there's a lot of pressure. Like there is no fucking, the things, things can stack up on you and stress you out. And if you don't have a fucking outlet, I mean, like, that's why things like, you know, like sports and working out and shit like that, you know, like uh, just to name a few, you know, I think, I think it's powerlessness is the, or, um, being empowered is the pressure release valve. That's what it, that's what it should be in our society. So we should be empowered. And right now many people feel powerless and that's what that pressure is. Is power and in that situation you're talking about, that's the same thing. Well, and people can fuck with you and fuck with you and fuck with you, yeah. you know, and, and push and then, you so fucking far. And, and, and then one day you walk into McDonald's at 11:01, and they're no longer serving breakfast, and shit starts happening, falling down. Because you want a fucking plate of fish sandwich. Because <laughs> you want a plate. No, I don't remember what he wanted. Falling to down. down but, yeah, but yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I did see there was a meme uh, like, oh yeah, when I was young, I watched that movie. I thought that guy was going crazy. The older I get. The more I understand. You right. Know? Yep. Um, um, there's an old movie with Kirk Douglas. Uh, yeah, called Falling Down. It's about Michael, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, yeah. yeah. And he walked and he just, uh, yeah. He snaps. So I feel like a lot of why this is happening right now is, well, obviously it's tragic. I mean, the, the, it's a fucking tra- travesty. But on top of that, all of the other things that we have used to have in place that kind of like, honestly, okay, here it is. Like, we don't, we don't have the coliseums to like, to like, uh, satiate the fucking plebs anymore, right? So back in ancient Rome, when the fucking pot would start to boil, they would have the games. They would have the, the they would have the Coliseum games, and uh, the Gladiator games, and they and would, would cheer and scream would cheer and throw and they shit. Would, and... They would throw out free bread and, and and wine and 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 it would and it would just placate the public. And life didn't actually get better in Rome. Like the shit that was going on that everybody was so upset about didn't change. But they kind of forgot about it because it, you know, when you're what, drunk and and, uh, and and not not so hungry, well, it's easier to not be so pissed off that there's injustice going on. But right now, we don't have those. We haven't had those distractions since this whole um, lockdown has happened. Also, people haven't been as constrained with time as they always. I mean, it's like, yes, do I care about? Uh, do I care about um, equality? Sure. Do I? Am I willing to take time off of work to care about equality? Well, fuck! I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pay my bills. So now, all of a sudden, that time restraint has been lifted because most, many, many people are out of work, especially people who are not are are powerless, are out of work, or feel powerless. Um, so it's kind of a perfect storm. Well, and you know. If this helps, I mean, I'm not fucking condoning fucking like burning places down and stealing. Um, <clears throat> but if it's hard for a person to fathom, you know, like the if it's hard for you to 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 you know put yourself in 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 a rider's shoes or 
or if you, you if you really can't see yourself doing something like that, if you really it seems like alien to you, um, you know, like just you know, like peaceful protest. You know what? There's only X amount of times a person can fucking engage in peaceful peaceful protest about the same shit before finally you throw a fucking rock. Um, so I mean, I get the rioting to an extent. Um, you know, like, do they have your fucking attention now? You know, like, um, but yeah, you know, and of course we see all this stupid shit along with it. Uh, um, <laughs> I had to, <laughs> I had to, uh, I, I, this is always the situation that I hate to be in. Um, so I saw some, um, saw some, uh, something that kind of went viral and it was a picture of a Trump rally. Um, and there was a guy on the stage with Trump, um, who looked a lot like Derek Chauvin a lot. Did he look a lot like him? No, he looked somewhat like him. I don't know. He was a white guy. Yeah. Um, and people are like, look, there he is. This is him standing right by Donald Trump. And I'm like, Oh my God, really? You know, like that would be weird. I mean, not I mean, it wouldn't because, even be the weirdest thing yeah, Trump's done. True. And don't get me but, wrong. Is Donald Trump like, is Donald Trump a fucking racist? That's the reason that I know, knew who he was. Like, that's why I found out who he was in the eighties. Like his whole fucking life. People have been fucking saying, Hey, this is racist. You know? So, I mean, it doesn't like, okay, whatever, but I don't give a fuck about that. That's not fucking Derek Chauvin next to him in the picture. It, I, the, uh, you know, the, um, Bob, Lieutenant Bob Carl, um, the, uh, uh, the, head of the Minneapolis police union um, already came out and said like who spoke at that rally? He was up there on stage with him. He said, that's not Derek. Or he said, that's not uh, the Derek. That's not Derek Chauvin. That's not this guy. You know what? I don't have any reason to disbelieve him. And just using that to fucking get a little, some fucking political leverage. Like, do you think you're going to sway anybody with that? Uh, <laughs> you know, like, Trump could have fucking been standing over him, kicking him or whatever, and fucking his his supporters wouldn't give a fuck. So I mean, like, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. No, I didn't mean to say that. Um, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, it's not fair, but it, it's funny. But yeah, it's fucking like shit like that. I hate having to be in that position where I'm like saying, I, where I'm, I'm almost like defending the president or whatever. But I'm not defending the president. Fuck him. I'm defending like facts like, and truth, truth and right. fucking like and don't right. like don't play that fucking game. That's their game. You don't, don't need you don't need to make shit up right? to like to like point out that Trump is a fucking bad president, bad person. I mean, yeah. shit. He just did you did you ever look up the thing he said about the about the businesses? Oh no, I did not. Did, did you? I don't know it exactly. I, I on on I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day, and and uh, um, they looked up a a quote that uh, Trump recently said. So look this up yourself. You know, and we're fucking spitballing here. We're under no obligation to be right, but uh, he said something to the extent of um, that the small businesses, that all these small businesses, all these bars and restaurants, they're going to reopen. I mean, they might have different owners, but they're definitely going to reopen. And I was just like, what the fuck? That's so... Um, Disgusting? I mean, it's In, pragmatic. It's, it's beyond insensitive. But It's like, fucking insulting. It's, it's, it is. It's, it, it is very... It, yeah, it's very tragic. Yeah. Um, um, the, the, uh, the voter, his voter fraud guy. You know, hey, here's my new voter fraud guy. 
who's been convicted of voter suppression well like fucking three times i mean hey if you're gonna if you want to put somebody in front charge of your in charge of your uh security you know you know yeah put, put, hire a thief fair enough so about the violent protesting and the like i definitely get it i have like 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 i get violence i understand that like violence doesn't solve everything but sometimes it really fucking helps. You know what I mean? Money is not the key to happiness, but poverty is typically never the key to happiness. All right? So sometimes I get why you want to clench your fist. And I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, what's the right word? Um, disgusted by that desire. I do really think, though, that would probably aren't they, we, the people who are, are in this, are not are not necessarily targeting correctly. Like, a lot of people that are being hurt by this are the small businesses in the community that's already getting shit on. Like, you're they're already getting the short end of the stick. I don't know. That's a tough one. It's also bad for law enforcement. Because, let's face it, like I've said before, and I maintain it, and I'll say it to fucking, like, I'll say it to a goddamn angry mom, suck my dick. Um, We have excellent law enforcement here in Minnesota. We're a good law, we're a quality law enforcement state. Um, This is unfortunate, tragic, shouldn't have happened. Fuck that guy. All right? Fuck those four guys, you know? Is there a problem? Let's look into that, you know? I mean, I'm not like I'm. I'm not privy to everything that goes on in goddamn Minneapolis. Um, you know, like there's obviously some shit that we need to look into. Um, but I mean, like I still like this doesn't change the fact that you know this doesn't change shit for me. Um, I do feel like this is a you know a, a good state law enforcement wise. I feel like we're way ahead of a lot of other places in the country. Um, I would. Could I, I be wrong in the like case the Minneapolis PD? Com- Maybe like look, I don't know. I don't have all the facts. I, comparatively, I, we are Kyle. Yes. Comparatively, we are a good law enforcement state, but we're not good enough. No. This is not. This isn't good enough. No, I'm certainly not. We need. I don't, I'm not even sure what good enough would look like. But. Um. Well, I don't either. But it's got to be better than what is going on. We better than what we saw allow, right there. Right we there, cannot not allow. Enough. Innocent, not. I don't even want to say innocent because whatever. Because nobody's fucking innocent. But, but the point is, is police are not the judge, jury, and executioners, and we cannot allow them to be. That is not an acceptable. That's not an acceptable um, scenario, right? This isn't the old west, and it wasn't even okay back then. But this isn't the thing where the fucking lawman comes to town and says. You know, all right, string them up. That we can't be that. Our society is has has supposedly progressed past that. Well, the one thing that we should like every department should be asking itself though is, do we have this guy? Like, do we have a guy like this on our right. team? Where's my? Um, what's his he's forty four years old. I don't know how long he's been a cop for, but this guy might have done a lot of fucking bad shit. You know, like I mean, it's I don't know. I'm not sick. I'm not. I'm not suggesting shit. I don't know him. Uh, I'm not familiar with his work record, um, although I did see a couple of things like he ha- he was involved in a questionable shooting at one point, um, at least one, at least one questionable shooting. I saw a couple of shootings on there, um, 
that I read about. Um, but one of them, you know, one of them got, you know, look, the got thing, looked into. The thing that's so fucking disturbing about it is that it wasn't like they didn't. It's not, not like they didn't know they weren't being videotaped. Like that person who's videotaping them. Motherfucker, is, smile for the camera. The, the person that is videotaping them is right there and saying, hey, he can't breathe. Get off of him. The fucking cops know that she's sitting there with a camera out. Like, it's like they're, they don't care. Like, it, like they could just do whatever. I don't know, man. This is tough. And it was broad daylight in front of a bunch of people and shit. That's, the, that's, that's questionable, too. I mean... If this shit, if this was like, uh, like a fucking, you know, like a surveillance video, and the cops didn't know that they were on, um, it's still a fucking tragedy. It's still fucking horrible. But then, it's like, I don't know. Like, it's like he seriously just didn't give a fuck. Like this person, like, oh, well, if I kill him, I kill him. You know, fucking a. If he dies, he dies. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to say like, like. You know when you're watching a movie and like the bad guy, like the good guy catches the bad guy and like is going to kill him and wants to kill him and feels like he should kill him and then says, no, I'm going to spare you because it's the, you know, whatever you're going to face justice. And then like, like does the, the right thing and doesn't kill the bad guy. That's the fucking standard. (laughs) Right? That's the standard. That's that's what you, that's what police officers are supposed to do. They're supposed to hold themselves to that standard of, regardless of what this person did, as long as they are not personally, they are, and others are not personally in imminent danger. And like, if you're not that guy, maybe just be the guy that's can at least remind himself to be careful when you're kneeling on someone's fucking neck. Well, I mean. Like the mayor in that little clip said that, you know, he he said that it that, you know, um, he didn't want to, like, get into specifics if this was, you know, murder or whatever, but that it was sure Um, what the exact charge is going to be. Yeah. um, He's a politician and probably has to say that. But that's to me, that's not a question. It looks kind of you can't in you can't unintentionally kneel on somebody's neck long enough for them to die and it'd be a fucking accident. You can't do it. It's like an equivalent would be they took the guy, they took um um uh George and put his head under the water, right? And and then held him there until he stopped struggling. And then went, oh, I didn't know I was going to drown him. I was just trying to like just trying to get him to settle down. That's Murder. This is no different than holding somebody's head underwater. It, it's exactly the same thing. You're denying them the ability to get oxygen to their brain. If you do that, you can't be like oopsie daisy. It doesn't work. Let's take a quick break before I put my <laughs> fist in the wall. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Spitballing, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Matt Taylor here with my good buddy. Kyle Amundsen. Okay, we got to switch gears. Uh, that was... Uh, yeah, it, we're going to get back to this on a later show. revolting. Yes. Uh, we, we're going to try to have some, uh, some... Now that we can do a little bit more um, 
social engagement. We're going to try to have uh, some of our, our friends of color on coming up. Uh, so, Which is a tad racist in and of friends. itself. But it is our colorful friends. Yes. Um, yeah. Spit broing. <laughs> um. And but then, so um, you know, like I mean, this is a, this is hits close to home for me in this whole situation. Uh, um, Meta's uh, uh, sister Ella uh, lives in Minneapolis, and and uh, both her and Clinton, who are, I no are, longer apologized, who I, I apologized, who I no longer, uh, um, um. Oh. <laughs> Good words. Use your yeah, words. Kyle. I know. Why am I struggling with this word? Uh, so I used to ask uh, every time I'd, I'd get drunk. You propose to her. Yeah, I propose to her like every time I'd get drunk. Every time, every time I'd see her when we were out drinking, um, she's fucking wonderful. Yeah. Love that girl. And 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 she she uh, is down in the cities, and 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 she and her son took off. Was like fuck this. We yes. Can't. Um, I'm gonna see and we were we were gonna try to have her on today, but uh, she decided to go to a different town. Not a, not Brandon. Um, which yeah. said Grand Rapids. What the fuck's in Grand Rapids? Oh. Alexandria. Whatever. I don't get, Is there a difference? Fuck Alexandria. I don't know. Um, Those are the same. Yeah, the rednecks are more savage. In, uh, actually, the rednecks in, in, in Grand Rapids are pretty savage. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Dude, I was on a bus. I, I got a fucking I got a Alexandria, crazy, in Alexandria yeah. fight bus story. It's crazy. I'm not going to tell it right now. Savages. So last week, um, we uh, I gave Kyle the assignment of coming up with the best five villains in film or uh, television of all time. And I had the same assignment, and I found it really difficult. <laughs> I did not. Um, you know, the only part that's, the only thing that bothers me is I feel like I'm probably missing some really, and this is, you know, like, we'll ask you guys, you know, to contribute, and, you know, you'll like, eh, no, fuck you guys, like you always do, you fucks. Well, Abby um, will point but, out how yeah. we're misogynist. Of that, that'll be the extent of it. Oh, did you see when, uh, <laughs> when the heroes when she's when she was like she was like because uh, you you wrote on there that we did our, I said uh, that we did the top five uh, <laughs> yeah. television and film characters of all time and it, she said are any of them women and Kyle said no we're not getting till we're not we're not we're not doing villains until next week. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear back from her. I was like, "God damn it, Abby! Yeah. I was waiting for something fun." She was like, "That's a good singer." I, I was pretty happy with that. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, I, I I just feel like I'm probably gonna miss some really good ones because I thought about a lot of good ones. Some of them didn't, you know. Not all of them made my list, um, but there there are only. In fact, I got a good list, but there are only a couple that I'm really excited about. But the other ones, I have to give. Like nods too because they're fucking clutch. But I know I'm missing some really good ones. So if if anybody out there like you know, um, I do I did think of like you know what I am I'll do a mention for my favorite female villain. Oh, but it's a spoiler, Ooh. and I want people to watch this fucking show, so I'm not gonna do it. Fuck that. Um. So, uh, if you guys have uh, suggestions. Uh, I think we're going to try to, we're not going to probably do this every episode. Honestly, it's a little too much fucking homework for me to do it every episode. Um, but, uh, if you have any suggestions of top fives you'd like us to come up with, um, we'd be more than happy to take your, uh, recommendation into consideration and more than likely ignore it, but please put it on our, but we might mention it, especially if it's one that we're like, Ooh, forgot about him, you know, or yeah. But I'm saying if you like want us to list our top five, Oh uh, yeah. Worst movies we've ever had to sit through. Uh, um, I'm not gonna, uh, mention Rudy, but you know, 
know. If, if you guys want to know my like like my top ten favorite pornos or whatever, um, oh, you know, go can. ahead and ask. But I can't tell you because you're gonna judge me so hard. You know, oh, so hard. Some of that shit's not even legal. So hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, besides, they only made seven big wet asses. So. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Um, um, so, what's your first one? What's your first uh, bad Okay, uh, I'm going to start off, and I'm going to finish with... I'm going to start off and it's something like me having sex. Start <laughs> off, finished. Um, I'm going to start off with an honorable mention. Um, and I decided to make it an honorable mention because it was initially one of my favorite villains. But, you know, I have to give a nod to, uh, to another villain uh, um, in the previous movie. Um, so it was, it started off, I was going to do Bane, uh, the Tom Hardy Bane from, uh, um, Dark Knight Rises. Um, but then I started, you know, and the more I think about that, like that, that was a good bad, that was a pretty fucking awesome bad guy. Um, he was really good in there. Um, you know, there's so many great lines. Everybody's done the voice, you know, do you feel like you're in charge? So I, it's great. Yeah. I didn't like any of the Christian Bale Batman. Oh my God. I love those. And and really, it seems like it was, it's such a tiny little thing to, to like, to hate, but it, it fucking killed the movie for me, and it's Christian Bale's Batman voice. Oh, oh, oh I'm trying, I'm the dark, and I was just like, fuck this, I can't fucking watch this movie, fuck <laughs> right. this movie, I, like, it was so over the top. You sound like you're, uh, smokes palmals taking a shit, uh, What is going know? on? Yeah, I didn't like them at all. I I still hold that actually I fuck honorable mention. <laughs> I uh, but I just I, I thought so much. I was thinking about Heath the Heath Ledger Joker. Oh, pretty good one. You know, so between him and Bane, like those two fucking movies were pretty spectacular. Uh, you know, I I did like Christian Bale as Batman. Um, the voice didn't really fuck with me. Uh, but between the Heath Ledger Joker and the Tom Hardy Bane. Like I'm just gonna give those guys uh, like the honorable an honorable mention because um, those were some fucking pretty outstanding villains. Okay, so that's that's, that's a good starting one. That I, I just said I I just remembered it. I just remembered one that I really needed to do. All right, so my top and I'm these aren't necessarily in any order, but uh, Thalsa Doom. Mm. Remember how like remember the like the the kind look in his eyes mm-hmm. right before he cut Conan's mother's head off. Just watching it he again looks, last night. And he gets that sad look on his face and then he turns and then he fucking lops her head off and it fucking, it, and it falls <laughs> right in front of little Conan. So how many times have we seen this movie? The answer is yes. I just, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched all of James Earl Jones's parts last mm. night. Uh, so it was 1982 uh, Conan the Barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, and the character Thalsa Doom played by James Earl Jones. I did some fucking homework. Like I actually like I got it all written down. Nice. Um, I, I've told the story a thousand times but it, I'm telling you like there are things in your life that are formative. All right. And Conan the Barbarian was a formative thing in my life. I don't know what my life would be like without Conan the Barbarian. I saw the preview on television, uh, 82, I was born, so I was 10 years old. I fucking begged my father to bring me to this movie, begged him. And my mom was like, 
no way you're going to have nightmares. And I was like, no, I won't have nightmares. I promise I won't have nightmares. How do you make a promise like that? Highly graphic, highly violent, rated R, and my dad conceded and let me and brought me to this movie. And it was awesome. (laughs) And I had nightmares for fucking years, but it was still so good. I've seen it so many times. But Thulsa Doom is the bad guy, played by James Earl Jones. And there is a scene in there that I like think is one of the best bad guy scenes of all time. And uh, Conan uh, goes after him. He's going to try to kill Thulsa Doom, and he ends up getting caught, and he's getting the shit beat out of him by uh, by uh, uh, Thulsa Doom's two henchmen, um, Lexor, and I uh, can't remember Lexor's kid's name. but uh, And... Uh, and Thulsa Doom standing there over... Oh, the baby face weightlifter dude? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thulsa Doom standing there over top of him, and he's like, what? what's going on? Why Why you want to kill me? And, and and Conan's like, you know, you killed my mother for the steal. And 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 uh, James Earl Jones like, does this little speech about, oh, yeah, that back then, I used to think steel was power. And then he goes in, and he's like, but steel's not power. Yeah. What's... What steel compared to, to the, the hand, hand that, that wields it? it. <laughs> and then he like beckons this woman off the cliff and she like falls and like and, and splats in front of him and he's like, That's power. That's strength. And then he says, Look at your body. Look what I've made you. Look at how your strength and he says, What a shame or what a waste. Crucify him on the right. tree of woe. Let or him, contemplate, this. contemplate this. Contemplate this on the, this tree, on of the tree of woe. <laughs> crucify him and it's so uh, great it's so great um yeah so uh and he is like, you know he is great you know James like, Earl Jones is a, a total so a believer good. which is a type of bad guy that is fucking terrifying he's got great lackeys yep you know he's the head of this big fucking organization yeah this big this big cult yep and fucking, plus he can turn into a snake yeah a big That's fucking cool. snake yeah very awesome okay what's your next one uh, my next one, people are probably sick of me talking. Okay, oh, well, I'll get to that. In a I second. don't care. Um, yeah, right. Fuck them. Um, my next one is th- this one's been with me for a long time. I've always loved this bad guy ever since the '80s when the movie Highlander came out. <laughs> the bad guy, the Kurgan, uh, one of the oldest immortals, um, and just and the actor Clancy Brown plays the fuck out of it. Like James Earl, like Bane and James Earl Jones, great voice, because uh, he had his because he had his throat his throat cut. I know uh, fighting I, with Sean Connery. I knew character. you were going to talk about him, and I I almost thought about like like doing the uh, uh, clothespins because <laughs> yes. the scene where he's got clothespins in his throat hole. <laughs> Fucking the Kurgan is great. I mean, he's scary. He's the movie like he he's the antagonist for. Like fucking what three hundred years or whatever he's chasing he's chasing uh, McLeod around, um, and uh, killing his friends and like he's like the boogeyman for immortals you know um, if you've ever seen Highlander you know what I'm talking about um, but uh, you know in all those great uh, all the great lines and shit Happy Halloween ladies you know to the nuns and shit <laughs> that that's uh, that's like that's what makes a good bad guy is like the quotables. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he's, and you know, same scene, you know, he's leaving the church. I have something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. (laughs) (laughs) And he's scaring people and putting like bobbing out candles and shit. Uh. (laughs) 
the Kurgan. Fuck, and uh, like every fucking line of his. I mean, Chris, it's the, it's the it's Highlander. I've I know that movie fucking word for word for word. You know, I watch it. Fucking yeah, you know. Well, the yeah, you know, we talked about this before. Like the Highlander is probably my you know. It, they, it's they your Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, spectacular movie. No, if you're like sitting at home going. Uh, I suck Highlander 2. Fuck you. Shut up. You're not talking about the same thing at all. How about Highlander? Uh, Wasn't there Highlander 3 as well? Yeah, or the right. series. Fuck all that shit. Like, <laughs> Highlander TV 1 series. was the amazing. TV series. Oh, my God. Adrian Paul was that guy's <laughs> was, name. Was, was that awesome. pretty guy with the curly hair and stuff. Yeah. And the you know, and and his like his accent wasn't actually as bad as Christopher Lambert's Scottish accent. But, like, Christopher Lambert's accent was, like, he's from Belgium. So his accent was just weird, but it definitely wasn't Scottish, you know? Um, but yeah, it just kind of well, added, added something to the film. I mean, he was, we don't know what Scott's sounded like 300 years ago. We don't have any voice recordings of true, them. True, true. We don't know. 400 that, years ago. You know, but, but all the other guys playing Scott's, all, they all sounded the same and he's there. Yeah, you but know, they, they are younger I, than him. Angus Pease is killed Or, all the well, time. I guess they're not. And yeah, it depends on, yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, the Kurgan. Boop. So, uh. I had to do. I had to look this one up. I couldn't remember that his name. Oh, I've, I had to do that a couple of times. Um, Detective Stansfield. Stansfield. Played by Gary Ullman. The Professional. Oh Leon man, the I always forget about that movie. But that was a really good movie. Super good movie. That that's kind of up there in that in that same uh, like uh, like Man on Fire. Did you love Man on Fire? Um. Is that the one with uh, Denzel Washington? Denzel Washington and yeah. John Milkovich? Uh, no, um, Dakota Fanning. He's he's uh, Dakota Fanning's bodyguard. He's like a washed up fucking CIA guy. Okay, yes, yep. I didn't love it though. You didn't? No, and I actually Man. didn't love Denzel. I don't love Denzel Washington in most things. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, he's been in a few. Good... Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about fucking Gary Oldman in yes. the professional. So that this was. Um, uh, a mo- oh, what they, uh, 94. 94. I thought about his character in uh, The Fifth Element. Uh, Hit that I, great, great. I, Gary Oldman's a great bad guy. He's a fucking he, great He bad was guy. also a great bad guy in um, uh, True Romance. Do you remember him in True Romance? He oh, has fucking dreadlocks absolutely. and gold teeth, and he's all, uh, yeah. He was a very mediocre bad guy in The Book super of Eli. Super great. I didn't see that one. He's a super, I mean, a super good actor. Yeah. You know? And there was also like, uh, when he was the the fucking air it was an Air Force One or something, and he plays like a Russian like that yeah something like. But Do you remember Sid and Nancy? He oh, was, I mean he wasn't great. a bad guy, but he was well, fucking amazing. Kinda, Sid Vicious. I mean, <laughs> when I think of Sid Vicious, I think of I actually think of Gary Oldman. Playing Not rather Sid than Sid Vicious, um, but he plays this guy, Detective uh, Detective Stansfield, and and who is uh, basically just the worst dirty cop ever, you know, and he's going after. Um, they're going after this guy who's a professional hitman named Leon, and Leon has this little girl living with him, and played by Natalie Portman, and it's the weirdest, crazy like love story. Fucking, it's just a weird movie. It's uncomfortable, but it's beautiful, and it's just awesome. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Um, I need to watch that again. Oh, it's so good. I've seen it many, many times. Um, but there's, so I was, I was going to try to like remember like my favorite line. And in this one, Gary Ullman is like, um, uh, telling they're going, they're going in to like get Leon, 
like the the uh the the SWAT team and Gary Oldman's all fucking sweaty and you know and like uh but he's he's like super calm and he's like they're like okay we're gonna breach the door and he goes be careful you know and then they go in and of course he get they all get all fucked up and then they call down they're like man down man down and he goes I told you to be careful and he looks at us at the other guy and he goes uh bring everybody and the other guy's like what do you mean everybody and he goes everybody (laughs) (laughs) and it's like because he never like raises his voice and everything and then he just screens it and there's spit going everywhere it's just great um yeah everyone yeah that's a good call he was yeah fucking i love gary Oldman. my next one is one that i've probably talked about ad nauseum on here I say I don't think I've mentioned. Well, okay, I guess I've mentioned Conan once or twice, but I was trying to like get outside of our box. You know, and I, I, I mostly did that, but I did include the Lord Humongous. The Lord Humongous from Road Warrior. Oh yeah, I was like, how do I not know that? Because he's yeah, so correct. iconic. You know, like people that haven't even seen that movie know about the Lord Humongous because the fucking because the goalie mask and so the I'm, fucking. I'm be- noticing that there's gear. a little bit of bondage gear in kind of all of your favorite bad guys. <laughs> Which you'd think in my book would make them good guys. Right. Um, maybe just to have was around. The, was the Lord Humongous <laughs> a bad guy? Huh? Or was he a guy who he was... He was a pragmatic guy. He was a pragmatic. He was just... He was just... He was kind of like... He was just making his way. You know? His only, the only way. It's they the... know how. Right? <laughs> just a little bit more than the law will allow. But the Lord Humongous was the law. Oh, in that case. Um, but yeah, so the Lord Humongous, you all know about... You know him. You love him. He's... Uh, <laughs> I, the warrior of the wasteland, the Ayatollah of rock and rolla. <laughs> that yeah, was such that a movie a few times fucking too. strange movie. Fuck. And it's weird that you that you uh, have such a hatred for uh, um, later. Uh, uh, the other the other uh, Mad Max movies? Or? No. Um, I was What's say, his I don't fucking name? Uh, uh, Braveheart. Uh, oh, Mel Gibson. Uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah. Well, I mean, like at this point, he was just a young actor from Australia who was just kind of like you know, and you, he was a good, he, he was a good actor. Yeah. But after he fucking became a stark raving fucking lunatic and uh, egomaniac, his movies kind of suffered. Um, but I mean, I do like you know, I mean, he made Apocalypto. Um, you know, I was I was surprised that he wasn't in there. Uh, playing, Did we talk about it on here? I forgot. I don't think we have talked about Apocalypto. Have we not? Because Matt did watch Apocalypto. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we did. I didn't like it that much. It was okay, but I didn't love it like the way I thought I would love it. Yeah, that surprised um, me. Uh, I don't. If we did talk about this, we're just going to repeat ourselves. The, my problem with it was was simply this: I don't like movies, or I don't like it when you have an un, untrained, passionate person winning out over highly trained professional people. Mm. So it's like the whole thing like, you know, oh he's gonna he's gonna overcome because he because it's he's so passionate, right? The fucking um Aztec warriors that were going out in there in they case, are the they're the fucking they are the fucking most highly trained badass motherfuckers around. Period, and they're going in and basically like subjugating, like peasants. 
the peasant doesn't rise up against the knight, man. It doesn't work. Well, see, that. there wasn't a lot of like him. There wasn't a lot of like fight scenes. Fight scenes. You he know, kind of outsmarted them. Yeah, yeah, and he was on his home turf. Like he was I, in the jungle that he grew up in. Yeah, yeah. There, and then also, there's also something like uh, the uh, Bugs Bunny syndrome, where like he it only works because he gets really fucking lucky a bunch of times. That's also true. And like, I don't like that either. It's like, well, yeah, but I mean, he just got super duper lucky. There were a couple of scenes I really liked. I liked when he took the the beehive and wrapped it in the thing and yeah. whipped it at him. That was fucking cool. And then I also liked the frog. He used the frog poison, and that part was kind of cool. Yeah, just being like the or, or was the hunter gatherer dude that he was. You know, right. like a lot of that stuff. Like that was, you know, that. <laughs> I, I really my one of my favorite scenes was the chase where the. Uh, Jaguar joins in. <laughs> yeah, but that was also just a huge pile of luck. Yeah, absolutely. So like, yeah. But like, you like it, like the like, I felt like like the gods were on his side or something like that. I don't know? like that either. I, I, I that doesn't bother me. Uh, um, but I didn't hate it. It was worth watching. Um, and it was also kind of there was one scene in there where his wife or whatever. Um, who's super duper pregnant is in this like uh, well and then the well is filling up and she has the baby in the water and then like it it was I was like interesting choice of like wow (laughs) (laughs) and they like pretty pretty much showed it I think that it had to actually be a person having a baby in the water I mean I can't imagine how else you'd do it I mean it was it was pretty crazy so but yeah, I don't know. We got sidetracked on a pop puck a yeah. little bit, though. So. Um, but yeah, uh, the Lord Humongous, um, the uh, goalie mask uh, wearing, uh, uh, you know, BD and S&M outfit, uh, you know, with the fucking, uh, the collector's hand. I mean, what you're, fucking... you're saying, you know, Thursday wear. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you can't wear that year round. It's, you know, it's cold here, um, but uh, it's just for summer. But yeah, the Lord Humongous is fucking, you know, he had that... Uh, um, like that 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 gang made up of like ex cops, and uh, what uh, gay boys that he he called them. Uh, like I mean, like the like his like BD and S and M like punks and shit. You know, and like the, this this gang that he got together from these different groups, and uh, and they're laying siege to uh, to the to the little oil refinery slash fortress. And yeah, it's you've fun. seen it a little more than I have. Yeah, it's such a great movie. The Road Warrior is great. Mel Gibson is great in there. Uh, Kill Nelson uh, was a bodybuilder um, that uh, you've never heard of before. That's because like the only thing he ever did was play the Lord Humongous. So I had to dig. But deep. he's interesting too. He's enigmatic. You know, he's, the Humongous is a big mystery. But I had to dig deep for this one. Um, I don't think you'll know, but Mister Shush. Uh, he was. Uh, he was hired by the man with the plan. A play by Steve Buscemi. Mm. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. You know, I don't even know if I watched that whole movie. Oh, I no. Saw, I, or maybe it was just a long time ago that I saw oh, it. Oh, I think you got to revisit. Should I? Truly, truly one of the best stories. One of the best. I loved it. I loved it. And I watched a chunk of it last night. I actually got sucked down the rabbit hole because I didn't intend to watch the whole thing. Uh, but Mr. Sh, played by Steve Buscemi, is a hitman that um, is uh, uh, sent to to kill this group of guys. 
And my my favorite scene actually doesn't even really involve him, um, but they just talk about him. And he's um, uh, it's uh, Andy Garcia uh, is the is the main character. And he comes to his group of guys, and they fucked up a job. And the man with the plan, who is also I thought about putting it on there, and that's Christopher Walken is the man with the plan, and he's a great bad guy in this movie as well. This movie is just star studded, yeah. star studded, and. Uh, uh, Jimmy uh, is the is the guy. He comes up to to the crew in the graveyard, and he's like, uh, and they're like, okay. So he just went and met with the man with the plan, and he was, and the man with the plan told him, basically, you you, you guys are you guys are fucked. We're gonna kill y'all. So he's going back to his guys to tell them that, and they're like, okay, what happened? You know, uh, and there's so many great great actors in there, um, and he says uh, buckwheats, and they're like, no buckwheats. Yeah, man, buckwheats. Explain to them what buckwheats is, man. No, but this is the whole scene. (laughs) Buckwheats. And he's like, is it buckwheats for all of us? Or or just, are you buckwheats too? All of us, man. All buckwheats. End scene. What the fuck is buckwheats? Right? So you're sitting there watching this movie. This is the thing I loved about the movie. Is that they have a scene, and they don't explain the language. And then the old man in the coffee shop, like the narrator, comes in and says... Yeah, buckwheats doesn't just mean you're fucked. It means you're totally fucked. It means you're going to get killed in the worst way possible. It means they're going to take their time, and they're going to send Mr. Shh. And that's Steve Buscemi. And then the next scene, he's Steve Buscemi's walking in, and he's like all geeky and whatever. And it, I just love it. It's one of the movies that I often, like, I, I reference all the time. Uh, like, one of the things they say in this movie all the time is, is um, boat drinks. They don't explain it. They just say every time they part, they go boat drinks. Well, what? And then the guy explains it, through the entire movie. They don't explain it. And finally, at the end of the movie, the narrator says, "Oh yeah, boat drinks. Well, that's when you." And I'm not going to wreck it for you because it's worth yeah, waiting. We for. won't. We won't tell them. But we won't tell them about what, what, what buckwheats is either. Well, we did. Buckwheats yeah. is getting killed in the worst possible way. No, but like what the worst possible way is like what, what, they, oh, what they're talking about well, mm-hmm. you'll have to watch it it's uh, it's it's really one of my favorite movies um of all time it's been a long time since i'd seen it um but i was like i will i'll give it another watch yeah um well i'm gonna have to watch it again after watching some clips of it last night because i was like oh my god i forgot how much i fucking love this movie mm-hmm. and how every single person in that movie like it didn't really start a bunch of careers it, it was a bunch of people that were kind of in the middle of their careers and then have gone on to do, I mean, there's not a single, I'm like, <laughs> right. oh my God, that's uh, Christopher Lloyd. Oh my God. That, you know, it's everybody. So great movie. Excellent. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. And, and the opening uh, uh, scene of that movie is a song by Tom Waits. And it's actually how I first got introduced to Tom Waits. And he's hmm. one, of my, one of my favorite yeah. musicians. Important movie. Important movie. That's what I would say. All right. Um, my... My next one is uh, The Darkness from the movie The Legend, or not The, not the no, Legend. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, played by Tim Curry. Yeah. Although you wouldn't know that it was him. It does not, like, The Darkness does not look like Tim Curry. This, that is, uh, <coughs> that is, um, is that Tom Cruise's first movie? Um, it was early in his career. Very I think it was early. right around the same time as uh, um, like Risky Business. Oh, it was okay. I thought it was way earlier. So it was because he was in another early. one called uh, 
any which way you can. Uh, or, or, all the no, right, all the right moves. All the right moves. Was, was it? it was one like the the best high school football movie in my mind. I don't remember anything about the movie other than him fingering that one girl on the back of the car because I was pretty young and it was a hot. That was <laughs> I stood up for that one every time. Hard I mean, as Chinese man. I uh, watched that. Uh, um, I you know so the, like you'd be you'd be back in the day you know we'd use have VHS tapes and then if you're watching uh, what's the name of the movie again and you, uh, all the right moves all the right moves yeah and then you'd get to that part and you, and it would start to get wobbly because that tape had been rewound at that spot so many times you know be like, Whoop, whoopsie daisy uh, sorry mom get, young dudes nowadays you have no idea about the struggle no idea of struggles beating your meat to VHS or you know yeah and then the you're fucking, like and then like, the, the scenes like the Sears catalog underwear ads whatever. the scenes only like you know, 45 seconds long, and then you got to get out the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> Took, so it would bitch. take all day. Taught us patience. Um, so, uh, um, yeah, the darkness was a cool bad guy. Um, a scary bad guy. Uh, also kind of comp- like kind of interesting. And did he look like he had that was the great home. I mean, that that's coolest looking bad pre- guy CG. Yeah. So this was like true costuming. And he had just these massive fucking demon horns, and uh, yeah, and you know, like that red skin. I mean, he's just jacked, I, red skin dude with like cloven hooves and those fucking big old fucking horns. And he was a fucking awesome, scary. Bad I would guy. like to know who did the makeup. Not makeup isn't really the right word, but the costuming for that. Um, I wonder if it's the same guy who did uh, American Werewolf in London. Because he was like, mm. I listened to a podcast with him on it the other day, and he did a ton of movies. But like, and the thriller video, and the thriller video, yeah, you knew that, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 same guy. Um, yeah, I wonder if he's the guy because he was the go-to guy for anything you couldn't do. For and a that long time. was, I mean, that was a cool-looking bad guy. Like that was really well done, all the makeup and shit like that, and and he's like the voice was right and fucking. And God, he was just cool. I, and at, at times, you almost felt sorry for him and shit because he was so lonely. But he was—he was evil. He was the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, that was very good. Um, okay, my next one. This is kind of a. This is a little more recent. Uh, the Demi Gorgon. Uh, Hard to put a put him in the bad guy category, bad person category, villain category, because. It's almost like, cause it's like you, um, like I thought about, uh, the eye of, uh, Zoran, <laughs> Zoran, you know, but it's like, Hmm, pretty, Sauron, uh, Sauron, 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 Sauron. it's, it's like, it's not really a thing. Like, so the one thing that about, about when you're trying to pin down a bad guy is you want like to be able to like understand their motivations and you want, because you want to be able to sympathize with them in some way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's no sympathy there. I mean, that's just uh nope. That's just that's just evil. That's just like, well, maybe not. Why would you say evil? He's not necessarily evil. He just, it's just. Is it evil when the, you know, the ants eat the you know trees, whatever? It's just we're not important to them. Maybe I don't know, but. Super good. We're talking about Stranger Things, if you don't know what we're talking about. Uh, and the Demigorgon is kind of the lord of the upside down. And if you haven't seen Stranger Things yet, oh. what are you waiting for? It's a Do fucking pandemic. A just watch it. Um, start early in the day and uh, just watch all three seasons. Um, you'll be yeah. fine. Um, super good. Very addictive. Awesome Get acting. something to pee in. 
Keep it close. Yep. You know. Um, Snacks. Don't wh- get them confused. One of my favorite characters, I suppose, was uh, the little dummy Gorgon. The uh, I can't remember what yeah, yes. the, where he gets he has like the pet and he wants to keep it. Its face opens up. <laughs> I got. I want to rewatch. That's those. how it happens. I mean, I've seen him. I think I've seen each one twice, but I'd like to watch them again. Oh, and I'll one more thing about the Demi Gorgon is it, it is it's interesting how it's made so many young people uh, get into D and D again. Yeah, those kids like you know those books. Those were the D and D books we used when we rode around yep. on our bicycles, just like those to go over to our friends' houses, just like that. Our With friends big that dress just like that, just like that. Yep, all and, that shit. Yeah, so authentic. We've talked about that before on the yep. show. Fucking, um, the, but the nostalgia level on that. But it's weird how now, dude. I went to like uh, Target the other day, and they have like twenty D and D basic sets, and I'm like, holy shit, like. I mean, you used to have to go to like some shady ass fucking oh, bookstore, Tom's pet Tom's hobby. hobby, get attacked by a fucking <laughs> raven or a, a oh, fucking that parrot, f- that big awful parrot, and God, then, uh, fucking bully, yeah, and pay huge amounts of money for these fucking like books, and yeah, it was it was crazy. So, <sighs> yeah, dice made of gold, <laughs> indeed. Um, so my next one, John Fitzgerald. John Fitzgerald. Tom Hardy's character from The Revenant. The one about the guy who got eat up by the bear? Yeah. I don't remember it. I don't remember him. Did you watch The Revenant? I did. I didn't like it. You have weird taste in movies. You think so? As compared to mine. Um, I, I I thought it was super boring. Oh, man. And I thought, like, I thought, like, the scene where Leonardo DiCaprio almost got killed by the bear was kind of cool. Well, it was actually super cool. But I mean, it was like, then it just dragged and dragged and dragged. And then, oh, wow, you really, you thought it was good. I loved it. I went to that movie. I, that was the first movie I ever went to by myself. Oh, I see. I go to movies and by that's myself. That's how I, I discovered that I love going to movies by myself. Oh, I love going to movies by myself. I don't. I haven't. Rec- I mean, honestly, there's no reason to go to a fucking movie anymore. My television is pretty goddamn big. Yeah. My my sound in my in my bedroom is pretty fucking awesome, and uh, my popcorn is just as good. I don't know why you'd go to a movie, but I just like theaters. Yeah, um, I well, I and do. I like to yell at teenagers. See, that's what I hate about it. I hate that there's other people and it's messing me up. Plus, I have to pee a lot, and mm. I, I like to be able to pause. So, but anyway, uh, but I love. I do like watching. I just pee on the I do like. That I, just I do like going to movies by myself or watching them by myself, especially and if they're I, like. And I only eat popcorn. I, I will never, you'll never catch me eating popcorn at home. I only eat movie theater popcorn. Um, and I only eat movie theater popcorn with peanut M&Ms. Oh. Huh. And Diet Coke. Um, but, so John Fitzgerald, um, Tom Hardy's, Tom Hardy's fucking, we, we mentioned it earlier. Tom great Hardy's actor, brilliant, yes. great actor. Um, now, his character, is he really a classic bad guy? Uh, no, not necessarily. Um, but his character in there is constantly, uh, he's got that kid with him, um, uh, that plays, uh, young Jim Bridger, uh, Jim Bridger, famous mountain man. Um, anyway, uh, so he's always telling, like, like justifying his actions and shit, justifying lying, shit like that to Jim Bridger. And you can see, like, he's always trying to justify shit. He's rationalizing every self-serving cowardly shitty move that he makes you know like everything that he does in there 
like it's it's all him 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 but he's like rationalizing it like well i had to do it i had to do it blah blah blah, blah you know like and explaining why and shit and that's <clears throat> um like there you know you got zoran zoran is just like the force of evil in those books whatever right um in, in lord of the rings and shit um why because that's him because he's evil blah 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 now john fitzgerald is a real world bad guy because that's what bad guys in the real world do. They just have to make it right. Like, you know, they, 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 they do shit that's just in their own interest. They do bad shit to other people because it furthers and their they ends. they don't think of, they would not think of themselves as bad guys. Absolutely not. Right. Um, you know, they do all kinds of weird shit to justify. Uh, basically, like, he's, you know, what what would you call him? Like, uh, um, I mean, he, like, everything's in his own best interest. Uh, like, he's <coughs> he's a Republican. Um, but uh (laughs) you know i love you um but he's just he's always trying to do this shit and always you know like um trying to make it seem legit and i mean sure maybe he could sway you or talk you into that shit you know it worked on like between that like between the justifications and the lying it worked on jim bridger for a while until finally jim was like no that's not shit that's not right you know that's not the way this shit's supposed I to be. I was going to say, maybe I should watch this movie again, but then I remember it. No, fuck that. Fuck, it's it great. It was really long. It's amazing. Yeah. And like, it wasn't even boring. It was, there, there was a lot I of had a like, couple of good scenes. Mm, man, I love that movie. So, yeah, um, I really, really appreciate it. If you watch that movie again... Um, I won't. Not you, them. <laughs> Those two. They won't. <laughs> no, they probably won't. I'm the only one that loves that movie. No, I'm not. No. There's other people that like that movie. No, that, and that's another thing I think about that movie, particularly that like I hate it when a movie gets super duper hyped and everybody's talking about it. Then you go see it and you're expecting it to be good and then you're like, oh. See, I wasn't expecting it to be that oh, great. Man. I thought it was. I heard from everybody how fucking great it was. Really? Yeah, I couldn't wait to see it. I thought, oh my God, this is perfect. This is right up my alley. I love, you know, um, historical, uh, you know, action movies I love, you know like the history the time period's great like you know the French Canadian fur trapping you know kind of time period's fucking awesome man yeah, just... yeah. Well, speaking of which have you gone any farther in Barkskin or are you um, I watched that uh, I'm two episodes in now they play two episodes a night um, once a week uh, Monday night and uh, yeah so far so good okay. I mean it's not blowing my mind uh, but it's excellent okay I'm gonna wait until it's so far. done and then I'll sure. jump in because I, I hate not being able to. I hate when I, I hate having to wait. <laughs> so John Fitzgerald, crazy. excellent bad guy, just because that's how you know. Like Tom Hardy's a great actor, you can see that. Yes, Leonardo DiCaprio was a, excellent in there too. But Tom Hardy kind of fucking like for me kind of stole the show because I the whole thing. Like every time he's you know speaking, I'm like, that's how people do fucked up shit. They talk themselves into it, you know. So, all right, well, Abby, this one's for you. <laughs> I was trying to think of one of the uh uh one of my favorite female bad guys. I've got a few, they just didn't make the list. Well, it, but I would I I didn't want to like force it. Sure. Right? But I was thinking about how great Glenn Close <laughs> ha- is as a as a bad oh. girl. Yeah. And like in Fatal Attraction like she was just evil and awful and whatever, but Super I didn't. Crazy. But didn't love the movie. Mm, so no. like, if I didn't love the movie, I can't really consider her like this. I mean, she was fantastic in it. Probably like great, you know, real like representation of a fucking crazy stalker bitch. But I didn't love the movie. But I did love 
the Marquis de Metraville, maybe. <laughs> the Marquis de Metra Metraville? Anything? 1988, <laughs> Dangerous Liaisons. Oh. And she kind of plays the same character she did in uh, Fatal Attraction. Uh, but she's this French, could be French, uh, like, uh, I don't know, noble person, and manipulates this whole situation where John Malkovich is, it seduces uh, uh, Uma Thurman, um, this character, and then, like, I don't know, it is a great movie. Um, and I don't know, 15 years, 10 years ago, they, they kind of did a remake of it that was like a, a Hollywood piece of shit that modern day, fuck, don't watch that thing. Walk, go back, watch 1988 Dangerous Liaisons. It has Michelle Pfeiffer in it, Uma Thurman, Keanu Reeves, John Malkovich, Glenn Close. That's a fucking cast right there. Show enough. <clears throat> it's a, a totally accurate, it's not a true story, but it's a totally accurate uh, historical fiction. So like, everything's right. All the clothing's right. The language, well, I mean, they're not speaking French, but like the titles are right. And it's just a super neat fucking movie. And it's got a great, uh, it's got a great duel toward the end of it with Keanu Reeves and John Malkovich, one of my favorite duels ever, because it really shows how dirty and gross like actually dueling was. It mm. wasn't, it's not, it's not like, you know, yeah, great duel. <clears throat> All right. Um, <clears throat> Here, no. Uh, this one, you'll you, you'll know this guy, <coughs> Roy Beatty. Roy Beatty, Rutger Hauer's character in Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. I almost hesitate to call him a bad guy. I, so I love. <coughs> I. It's that's a tough one because he's. I guess he's. I guess he was the villain. But he, right. but you, but you could see his motivations. He just wanted could, him and his friends to live. You know, I don't know. It just depends if you're human. If I mean, if you were, if you were, uh, you know, uh, AI, I think you'd see him as a hero. So yeah, really, it's a matter of perspective, right? And you know, they killed some people. Oh, um, but you oh, know, I got another honorable mention. Like, but Blade Runner. I mean, like. Yeah, it was it like that's one of the reasons it's fucking spectacular. It's a great movie, you know, like like good and bad, you know, like the, the black and white, you know, like in Blade Runner, like the good guys and the bad guys, you know, like all operate I just operate in different shades of gray and you know, kind of like Game of Thrones and shit mostly. Yeah, you know, fuck. Um, uh, he was he was really great. Yeah. Uh he and a was, great speech at the end. I I just looked this up the other day cuz we were watching uh fucking uh uh, True Blood, and Rucker Hauer is in like season six of True Blood, right? As as uh, uh, Sookie's uncle, uh, fairy uncle, <laughs> and it I don't know, it, and he's great in it. But I was like, oh my god, he! I was like, uh, telling Meta, I was like, he was in the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life, and I could not fucking remember what it was, so I had to do some Google. It's The Hitcher. Do you remember The Hitcher? Yes. He was a really bad, bad guy in Dude, the Riker Howard is the shit. Oh, yeah. He's shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's probably the only reason, like, he's all, remember Lady Hawk? Oh, yeah. Fuck, do I remember Lady Hawk? 
I love Lady Hawk. That was that a was terrible Michelle movie. Pfeiffer. I I don't. It probably doesn't hold up, but man, I loved it at the time. Uh, well, even that at the time, Michelle I realized Pfeiffer, it was bad. Right? But like, you know, it, I probably if I watched it again, yeah, Michelle okay. Pfeiffer, Matthew okay. Broderick, and Robert oh, Matthew Hammer. Broderick, yeah, 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 and like Playing really Newt. early in their right? careers. Newt? Anyway, um, Michelle, I just watched Maleficent two yeah. the other day with Meta, um, and it's pretty fucking good. I mean, it's fun. You really know, those good. are good movies. Yeah, I, I I saw the other one just like I don't know a month ago, whatever. But Michelle Pfeiffer was in it and she's well how old would she be she's got to be in her 70s anyway awesome. god damn she still looks good yeah just beautiful and man it's and always like, been a fucking just monumental so i was moment. probably i don't know 13 maybe when lady hawk came out and like i thought she was the most beautiful woman ever i've ever seen in my life and that's a beautiful story yeah I mean, like the music and shit like that is fucking really, I mean, it's no, there's no, you watch that movie, you do not get confused about when that movie was made. Okay, I, it's been so long. I'm going to uh, have to look at some closer. How about uh, Blind Fighter, fuck, something like that, uh, where he's blind, oh, he's like this blind swordsman. That might have been the name of it. It was bad. Yeah, he's been in some stinkers. <laughs> well, but he's cool. also been in some. Like, Still watched it. Man, he times. was Roy Beatty. That you know, he was like Blade Runner. He was amazing in there. That speech, like the, his little speech at the end, you know, like, um, it's it's you know it's super famous. Yes, I do know it, but I'm not going to do it right now. Um, um you you but, know, Blade Runner was set in 2020, right? Yeah, like, was that 20, it? 2019, 2020. Um, it's, I remember. I don't in the geekdom that was like. It was like they were like Happy Blade Runner Day. We just passed the date of when this Those was flying to... cars and shit yep. like that. Yeah, it's really weird how technology or how future um, or science fiction near future science fiction is sometimes so far off in so many different ways. You know, like like they give us too much credit. <laughs> yeah, like, but then oh, we'll yeah. be here then. No, no. Yeah, but like in Star Trek, you know, they got transporter beams. Right, but then they still got to carry around a fucking like they got to f- fucking carry around a tricorder and a separate uh, thing that they have to hit in order to like communicate <laughs> with somebody. Come on now, really? You couldn't put those in one thing? Like nobody would have conceived of that. You didn't talk to anybody at Apple about that? Yeah, uh, yeah, good, good one. Yeah, Roy Beatty. So I was saying earlier, and this was an honorable mention because I didn't think of it until we were sitting here talking. But uh, I think what makes a really really great bad guy is being quotable and uh so i'm just going to do a quote from this guy and see if you can get it (laughs) which one should i do okay never rub another man's rhubarb hmm do you ever dance with the devil by the pale moonlight this is just a question i ask all my friends and best of all this town needs He's an, an enema. enema. Indeed. The best the version of the Joker of all time, played by Jack Nicholson in the original Batman with Michael Keaton. And I'm not quite as like, uh, you know, like I believe there was only one Conan the Barbarian ever made. Whatever else came after that is, I just, I don't acknowledge it as canon. Um, I don't know if I feel that way about all of the Batmans. But I fucking loved Batman a lot. See, I liked it, 
But I liked the Christian Bale ones better. Um, yeah. Well, I don't. Need, so to me, it's like comparing, it, like that for that you know that Michael Keaton Batman. That was like a that was just so. It was a good time period in my life to like really sure. be into that character. And half of our fucking movies 15, are from 16. that. that well, I real—that's what I was thinking too. I was like, "Man, do I have anything that's even close to modern?" <laughs> I mean, I got the Demi Gorgon, and I think I only think of that uh, because it's because it was set nostalgia. in the '80s, um, because that's when bad guys mattered. But yeah, I loved the Joker, and like he was—he uh, was definitely one of those people that you could. Uh, like relate to their motivations. I don't know. So many great things. Fucking breaking out the fucking Prince music. And yeah, just great. It was a great movie. I'll watch that again. And I also liked, uh, the second Batman, uh, which mo- a lot of people didn't like, but Danny DeVito as, uh, the penguin, uh, the penguin. <laughs> super dark and like just whatever. I loved it. Yeah. I, I think I may have told a story before, but th- like, so there was so Michael Keaton did two Batmans and they were both done but with the director um Edward Scissorhands guy um Oh yeah um uh night guy with uh, the night before Christmas ridiculous crush on uh, Michael Keaton <laughs> no, no I, I was to say uh um Johnny Depp <laughs> Oh also Johnny Depp uh that guy uh whose name I can't remember right now and then they wanted to do they 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 wanted Michael Keaton to do Batman three, but they 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 got rid of the director whose fucking yeah. name I can't remember, and Michael Keaton turned down Batman three on principle because he thought it would be a turd if it didn't if it, they had a different director, and he I was listening to an interview with him years and years later, and he said he said that was the worst financial decision of my life, he said in all of the movies I've done from that. Day to this day, I probably haven't made up the bill, you know, of what I would have made on that one um, movie, yeah. and it's a decision I've never regretted. And I <laughs> fuck, I, I, I was Good just like you, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. I love you, man. Like I thought that was super cool, because well, he was a big star for a long time. Michael Keaton was man, a cool guy. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, great Beetlejuice. Even some of his like lesser known movies, like so, Gung, remember Gung Ho? Was Beetle Gung Ho was great. Yeah. Fucking Mr. Mom was great. Yeah. Uh is was Beetlejuice a bad guy? No, you can't yeah. be the name. You can't be the yeah. name of the show to be a bad guy. I love Beetlejuice. Um, Come for your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we're doing Corona Corona karaoke with the kids, and I think they've turned every Winona Ryder movie into a fucking musical. Now they start singing Heather's. They're singing some song out of the Heather's musical. The Heather's musical, right? And I was like. I'm listening to them sing it. Heather's wasn't even I'm a like, cute movie. That shit was dark as fuck. Oh, yeah, right. Right. And in the song, they're talking about how, um, uh, you know, they're going to blow up the school and shit. Like, See, that fucking movie didn't even, wasn't even big back then. No. It, like, I loved it. It tanked. It had a little cult following. It never had more. And now it's bigger than it was? It's a great movie. Weird. Uh, and then. It was a great a movie. Beetle, then, uh, then they start singing. A fucking some Beetlejuice musical stuff, and I'm like, seriously, it's did was some like was some musical writer just like I really got a boner for Winona Ryder. I'm gonna turn everything she's ever done into a musical. I don't know. But yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> so I'm like, I want to see these musicals. Uh, shit. All right, um, I've got another one here. Um, this is a popular one, and and really like I had to think about it because he's not one of my personal favorites, 
but I have to give it give credit where credit is due. The butcher. The butcher. Daniel Day Lewis's character from Gangs of New York. <sighs> well, he is I'm gonna give you the Daniel Day Lewis because my next uh recommendation has has him in the show. But I just did not fucking like Gangs of New York. You know, I didn't I wasn't blown away like a lot of people were. Um you know, it was good. I've probably seen it twice. Um, but he is like the, the the character. The character is great. Way more interesting. Far and away the most interesting character in the movie. Okay. I yeah, mean, I would like he that. kind of eclipses everyone else. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, Cameron Diaz, like totally fucking eclipses them. Um, in fact, like the rest of the fucking everybody else in that movie is in the fucking butcher's shadow, you know. So I, um, I, I think I might just have a problem with, uh, with um, Martin Scorsese movies. Like I could, the only one I could think of that I liked is The Departed. And when I say liked, I was like, I'm like, you know, I thought it was good, but I watched it once and don't really remember much about it. So I might not, just might not like. <laughs> the Martin Departed Scorsese. was pretty good, but I mean, it, it again didn't blow my mind. You know, like I, I guess. You know what? What's my favorite part of The Departed? <laughs> maybe yes, maybe no. Maybe go fuck yourself. <laughs> Fucking great line. Um, but yeah, so uh, the butcher um, got to give him the nod. That was a, that he was a fucking amazing bad guy. So, my last honorable mention, um, and I again just thought about it as we were talking here, and I really wish I knew his name, uh, his character's name, um, but. He was this. This is one of the most beautiful movies I've ever watched. It's not a. I know it's a great movie. It's not. Okay, it's Last of the Mohicans. All right, and it is a beautiful movie to just watch. Right, it just looks so good, and the music's so good. It the story's like not really all that. I mean, eh, you know, but the fucking bad guy Indian in there. You know, is I thought so about him. fucking good. I Ooh. wish I would have thought of it before, so I could have got his name and the actor's name. The actor's yeah. name is Wes Studi. Okay, and he's fantastic. He also played Geronimo, um, and he's got he's just looks so bad. And <laughs> he's got like this crazy like pockmarked face, and he's just this. Yeah. He, and he's oh, and that's a fucking oh, oh, oh. and that particular kind of bad guy. He's the bad guy that like had he been left alone like. He would not be a bad guy, but in Last of the Mohicans, yeah. Well, but he, I mean, his, it, but that he had been like, like in, like enslaved. His fucking son, son had been killed, and fucking like, like wait, his family had been fucking taken from him and shit. And yeah, but he's working for the bad that guys. Made him about yeah the bad guy right yeah. You know? Um, so he it'd be that's the revenge bad guy. You know, who, like, if you would have met him before all these horrible things happened to him, yeah. probably would have liked him, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so the revenge bad guy, you know, different kind of bad guy, um, and he is, yeah, and working for fucking Montcalm or whatever um, on the on the French side of that. Uh, that but movie of course is, that, yeah, and it's so muddled because there was no good or bad guys, and really, it, like, in yeah. the, in history, I mean, you know. Yeah, but, two empires fighting over fucking yeah. territory. But, I mean, he was a, okay, he was just a bad. Too. Yeah, um, that yeah. that scene when they're at the end when they're running, you know, and uh, I just I love it. There's everything about it that movie. I and love. We, didn't he kill Uncas? Uh yes, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Uncas Chingachgook. 
Yeah. And then fucking, uh, and then, and then Hawkeye, uh, his fucking 18 million names, Daddy Bumpo, fucking the long carabine, <laughs> fucking. Uh, you, you were, you were into the book. <laughs> that, so, so that movie does not translate well from James or James Fenmore Cooper's, uh, like, original text um but those and i i don't even recommend that you read them because they're not the yeah not, i, not couldn't, really easy I couldn't read them i yeah. couldn't listen to them I, they were just bad yeah um, um but wasn't the main character daniel day lewis's character what was his name in the book um he was hawkeye no I th- maybe it was though i thought i remembered them saying they changed his name from like something like natty bumpo maybe was Danny Bumpo a different person? That's another no. Danny Bumpo's him, um, right? That was his original. That was the fir- I think that was the first time he was referenced by Cooper because oh, okay. there was like six books or something, five books. Anyway, I don't even fucking. Um, but uh, I only I'm I'm only re- very I'm only passingly familiar with fucking. Well, maybe that's not true. Regardless, with, with the Deerslayer the, and Last of the Mohicans, the the movie, um is just a standalone, nothing to do with the book. It's a visual Beautiful, feast. A visual feast. That's the best way to describe it. Because, like, there really isn't shit for dialogue in it. And you don't really even necessarily... I mean, you understand, basically, like, the he the, they have the girls. If they don't get the girls back... And Daniel Day-Lewis is acting isn't going to blow your mind in that. It, it, you know, like, he doesn't it's not, really act. Though there's I do no love the real scene. standout performances except for probably West I love Duty. the scene when they're going to burn the guy at the stake and he takes the shot. It's a great... That's a great yeah. scene. There's a lot of, lot of good it's scenes. A fun, you know, it's a, it's a decent movie. Yeah. Um, also, it has... Um, uh, like good, really. Like what's uh, her name? Um... Ooh, nah, don't remember. But who played the girl? She was also in. Um, she was also in uh, Twelve Monkeys. Um, uh, yeah, the uh, brunette girl with the pretty eyes. Yeah. Uh, I can't fucking think of. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, anyway, that was an honorable mention, so I didn't do any research gotcha. on it. But uh, um, I've got one honorable mention here left. Oh no! Wait, I have one bad guy left. Then I have a quick side note. Then an honorable mention. Oh well. Sorry. So okay. a little long. I always do. Um, so the last person on my list, Max Cady, Robert De Niro's character in the remake of Cape Fear. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck, that movie was scary. Yeah, he yeah. was fucking scary. He was fucking terrifying. That was a fucking, that's a good bad guy. Like huh. this fucking convicted, like this brutal fucking convicted rapist that's been fucking locked up for fucking yeah. like 15, 10, he's 10, all 10 like years or whatever. tattooed up. Yeah. And that whole fucking time, all he's doing in prison besides getting fucking gang raped is fucking plotting his fucking revenge against this attorney. Yeah. That was a fucked up movie. And Who was he, the attorney? Uh, the attorney was Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Yeah. Now, the, I don't, I never watched the old black and white version. Oops. Um, I never watched the old black and white version. Um, with, uh, fuck, I know I can't think of his name. Um, another great Doesn't actor. Doesn't matter. Yeah, because I never watch it either. But, um, so, but, but this version with Robert De Niro and shit, I mean, he fucking bites that chick's face off and shit, yeah. you know, like it's, I, he's scary. It's been a really long time since I watched the movie. I remember watching it and I remember hating it. Not because I didn't like it, but like, fuck, it fucked me up. You know, it was bad. I mean, <laughs> but Robert De Niro, man, Robert De Niro, who <laughs> like he was ripped. Yeah, he was all tattooed up. He was like 
Robert De Niro is one of those true character actors who, like when he went, when he, I, I did think about putting him down in, um, uh, the, from the untouchables when he played, uh, um, oh. when he played, uh, um, uh, yeah. The greatest gangster of all time, um. <clears throat> you know, um, that guy, <laughs> you know, but, uh, what? I hate that we do this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we did, we're prepared. Al Capone. Al Capone. Um, but I didn't love the untouchables. You know See, what I'm I loved the Untouchables. It was okay, and he was great in there. It was okay. When he's talking no, about baseball, he and was shit. great. He was a great bad guy in there. There's a scene where he's walking around the table with a baseball bat, and he's and he, yeah, it's, you know, yep. you can he's, fill in the blank. Delivering this great speech about like you got to have something that inspires you, you know, like it's not like a passion, you know. And he's fucking, he's got that baseball, and he's giving this fucking great speech, you know, like like a like a like a fucking like, like a goddamn like a pep great talk. Yeah, he's yeah. like giving the speech like he's this fucking excellent like like he's talking to the board and he's like a Fortune 500 CEO or yeah. something. You know, and like, and he's telling, throwing in jokes, you know, and he's got everybody's attention. He's giving this fucking great speech. And then he peels that motherfucker's head wide open with that baseball bat and fucking kills him right in front of everybody. And up until this point, you're kind of like on his side, yeah. you know, which was kind of like really the embodiment of Al Capone. Yeah, because the whole 20s, Al Capone, the, 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 the like 20s gangster thing. The, the average, you know, Chicago citizen thought Al Capone was pretty all right. Yeah. But until he wasn't, you know? Yeah, pretty interesting. I just, I actually didn't like Kevin Costner in it, and I didn't like that whole, yeah, like, like you know. Yeah. But, hey, Sean Connery was fucking Sean, great in there. Yeah. Andy Garcia was great just in there. A lot of, lot, of, lot of, like, racial slurs, too. Yeah. Like, just like a wop bringing a knife to a gunfight. Probably one of the best lines ever. Fuck. Yeah. But, uh, who, who else did you say? So, oh. Um, you said Sean Connery and who? Oh, Andy Garcia was in there. Who was Andy Garcia in that? Um, he was a brilliant marksman. Uh, he was a young cadet. Oh, yeah. Uh, I kind of remember. He was Italian. And yeah. Fucking, oh, yeah, that's Sean right. Connery because him and Sean Connery would get kind of like yeah. go at it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dirty Mick and a fucking wop. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, Max Cady, uh, scary character. Uh, Robert De Niro plays the shit out of him. Uh, do you remember his little uh, speech about uh, why he has a genetic leg up? What year did that come out? Oh, man. It was that's when I watched it. Okay. One time in the theater. Thought I was going to shit myself. Never again. Because he talks about how like, <clears throat> uh, like daddy uh, spoke or was it? Daddy handled snakes and mama spoke in tongues and drank strychnine. I guess I could like that explaining like why he has a uh, a genetic leg up because his parents were such. Fucking, yeah, and he uh, was like, and he had like a southern accent. Yeah, he was this Cajun like straight up fucking like Bayou like fucking. Well, probably I'm not going to rewatch it. Do you think he maybe had a little yeah. bit of a rough life? Like maybe. But like, if you like a really good scary bad you guy, you didn't think he got enough hugs, possibly. <laughs> That's probably what happened. He probably didn't get enough hugs. Uh, we, I will, I will go on YouTube and watch some of Robert De Niro's parts of it. But that's you know, it. if you do that, you might wind up watching the whole I thing. I might because it's, it's super good. If you things. haven't seen Cape Fear, uh, in things to do in Denver when you're dead. Yes, I I watched one clip. And then the next clip came up, which was the very next scene of the movie. And then the next clip came up, which was the very next scene of the movie. I was like, I have more research to do. I Underrated. Watch this Underrated. Um, that yeah, that's a good pick. That's that's ah, uh, that movie fucked me up. Yeah, I was excited about that one when I had because I'm like, fuck yeah, that was a good bad guy. The only um, I I just thought of another Nick Nolte movie that like fucked me up too was the princess bride or not the princess bride the prince of tides the princess bride i never watched Remember nick that. nolte and the princess bride <laughs> yeah. i would never I, I wouldn't have watched it 
I would never have gone to it. This was a long ass time ago, and it was one of those things where they would they would take a movie that hadn't been released yet, and then they would like secretly put it in the movie theater. And then when you'd go to the movie, they'd say, hey, the movie you wanted to see tonight, the one screen, the movie you want to see tonight, we don't have it, or it's not, what, but we're but we're offering a free admission to this movie. That never happened to me. Yeah, it happened at the Brainerd Theater. Weird. Free admission to this movie, it's called Prince of Tides, starring Nick Nolte, and, and, and there's like a person there from the, and they're kind of pitching you to go see this movie, and then afterward you got to fill out a survey. We're like, well, that's kind of cool. Save some money, free movie, Prince of Tides. I kind of like Barbara Streisand. Nick Nolte's cool. Holy shit, that movie is fucking tr- horrible. It's about this, but Nick Nolte's character is a little boy gets fucking raped, and I'm just like, and what? you know how I feel about, yeah, you think he could have came with a fucking disclaimer? His whole family gets raped. His sister, his mom. I'm like, this is a fuck, like, fuck that movie. And like, Barbara Streisand plays Nick Nolte's counselor. Wonderfully done movie. I don't think I'll ever be the same. <laughs> God damn. Thanks for the This pr- movie's not just good. It'll fuck you up for life. Fucking crazy, crazy people. Crazy people. Great movie. <laughs> Great fucking movie. Sony, because Caucasians are just too damn tall. That is a great movie. Uh, Martin Short. Um, right? St- Martin Short? Martin Short. Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore. That's right. Dudley Moore. Uh, yeah, it's about this guy who he works in a uh, works in an ad agency, and, uh, <laughs> and he gets, has like, kind committed. of a nervous breakdown. Yeah, he, has yeah. A, he gets committed. Well, he no, no. First, he works in this ad agency, and he's and he's going through some stuff, and he decides that there just isn't enough truth in, truth in advertising. So he puts out this whole like uh, thing in like the New York Times or whatever, and it's all these ads, and like one of them is like this. This movie won't just scare you; it'll fuck well, that's, you up. I think that's one of the crazy. No, that's afterward. Is it? Yeah, I've seen this movie a fucking shit pile of times. <laughs> and then they commit him to this to this mental institution, and he's in the mental institution. He he gets all of the crazy people. Jaguar kind of for men who enjoy getting hand jobs from strange women, <laughs> from women they hardly know. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I know it so well. I know it's a little, I, it, yeah. Uh, there's a scene in there with this kid. This there's this Asian kid, and he's and he's uh gets in behind the wheel of his car, and he goes, "I'm going to run down some Caucasians today." <laughs> uh, I was like, "That's something I should watch again." Sixteen, I was probably sixteen, seventeen when that movie came out, and I was living with that uh, guy, Aaron O'Neill, yeah. at the at the O'Neill household, which was actually like a trail, a double wide trailer house. Seventeen people lived there, but whatever. And we, uh, um, but that was one of the movies we just fucking watched all the time, and like would just always laugh about it. But yeah. Lots of great stuff in there. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie won't just scare you. It'll fuck you. And then there was then they're then they're in the there's they're like interviewing people in the line for the movie and when they're coming out of the movie and like I am fucked up for life. <laughs> oh yeah. So anyway, he winds up getting like he he winds up going to the going to the funny farm, whatever. Um I know that's not the preferred nomenclature nowadays, but yeah, whatever. That's what it was called. Um, so then he meets all these people, and he fucking, like, comes up with the idea. Like, he, they, he like... He's like, like these he, people he aren't crazy. People. They just tell the truth. And, <laughs> and he uses them and to, like, start his own ad, ad agency. And it's that fucking movie is great. It is great. Um, okay, before I get to my final honorable mention, um, I just had to throw this one in there. Um, I... I, I thought about it last night slash today 
Um, and I've just got to put this down as a bad guy um, because I was so unprepared and I was disturbed by it. Um, so I just started watching the fourth season of Homeland um, and her baby is so fucking ugly. I've got to put it down as a bad guy because of the way it made me feel. I was fucking repulsed by this horribly ugly ginger child. So, um, and it was disgusting Kyle, to me. Like, remember, you come from a place of privilege. You have an adorable grandbaby. It's not everybody's baby's as pretty as your baby. <sighs> but this one was like, I could tell this one was evil because it was so fucking ugly. Uh, and it might but, bite you and then. Yeah. So that means you got if, to the season where he uh, he bites it. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know, like up until the last fucking. Didn't like, think that was going to happen. I was right? like. I was like, how are they going to get him out of this? Like, right. is he going to have a collar on that fucking like, you know, like, are uh, they going to fake his death or whatever? Like, nope, they kill him. You know, if that, if that season, if that show would have stopped ended there. at that, at that season, it, I, I would have maybe put it down as the best series of all time. Now it would have also enraged me <laughs> because fuck, but now I'm not saying that it's not still good after that. I think that it, it is. And I, I there's a coming, I think this season that you're in right now may have been the one where I was kind of in the lull. and then But then it picks back up, but then it drops back down. But that's what things do. But man, There's an ebb and flow. That would, that would have been a great ending to it all. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. So far, I haven't, like, I'm I'm a few episodes in now to season four, and I'm not hating it. Um, you know, she's out of the game. She's Quinn, uh, like I, Quinn just slept with that, uh, the, the manager at the, uh, okay. Um, yep. Yep. I remember that. Um, that surprised me. And that she's awesome. out of the game. She's no longer working with the CIA. Um, she's, like, she's still, she's actually running the, at this point she's running the, um, Pakistan, uh, office. She's the district chief or whatever in Pakistan. Okay. Um, that guy got fucking drug out of the car and brutally fucking oh, murdered. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, you know, there's a lot. She almost, Oh yeah. Last episode that I watched, she almost drowned the baby in the bathtub. Okay. Um, so she's okay. I know where you're at. Yeah. I, so I base my, my, the point of where you're at the show at her with her mental, uh, like faculties, <laughs> you know, and I was, I, I was talking to, uh, like, cause Christine's not watching the show with me right now. Um, uh, again, this is Homeland. Um, and I, told her that um you know it's pretty obvious like she's clearly bad shit crazy um the character not christine <laughs> uh yeah but like also like her issues um also lend themselves to being a great fucking agent because of her fucking dogged you can't even call it dogged determination she obsesses on shit and will not fucking let it go. Right. And we've had this conversation like so many times, but it's the exact same thing as when to bring it up again. But when, when the, the Bruce wanted to like follow William Wallace and his dad is like, no, you can't do that. Wallace is an uncompromising man, right? That's what makes great. Whether it's, whether it's CIA agents, whether it's, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, private investigators, uh, you know, whatever you, it, you have, but that doesn't make them great people. It makes no them great. It also makes for great villains. Yeah. Being uncompromised. Same thing. Right. Because they're so like 
like mono focused on yeah. this one thing that like, they're I'm going to get the job done. Don't give a shit about the but you know I will like, burn down yes. everything, at least in my life, you know, to get it done. I think that's one I one of the reasons I find uh um uh Ray Donovan so compelling because he's a lot like that. Mm. You know, he gets he's like a dog with a bone. Yeah. But uh yeah, so there's there's our there, there's our homeland update. Um my final honor, honorable mention on my list of great bad guys. Any Kevin Spacey bad guy. So I thought about it about talking about him in seven. Uh he was John Doe. Yeah. Fucking he, great. Great bad guy. in se- in seven. Didn't love the movie again. I thought it was okay. I liked the movie. Um, I also thought about him as Kaiser Sose. Yep. Um, uh, Verbal Kent uh, slash Kaiser Sose. Great bad guy. Didn't love the movie. Um, The first thing that he caught my eye as a bad guy in, do you remember the series Wise Guy? Nope. That's why I didn't watch that one. With Ken Wall. Um, He's an undercover FBI guy. And in the first season... Um, the prophets, Mel Prophet and his sister, who was a smoke show. Um, they were, it was just the two of them. They were like the only family that they, each other had. And they were, they'd set up like this criminal empire. And Mel Prophet was like a vicious, like sociopath. <laughs> well, he wasn't a sociopath, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, officially. Clinically. Clinically, yeah. Um, but he, uh, you know, a charismatic, you know, like good businessman, smart and shit, would fly into these fits of fucking rage that were very believable. Um, and, uh, like, I remember fucking one scene, like, I will eat your children, you know, like he's flying off. And it's so, like, and I'm like, God damn, you know, like, for, to look at a guy, like, who is not physically imposing, like Kevin Spacey. Kevin yeah. Spacey. Yeah. And be like, God damn, he's a scary guy. You know, that's good acting. Yeah. I, I really liked. Him in House of Cards. Never saw. I haven't seen um, a it's, single episode. Of that. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a, a bummer story because it like is a re- was a really good uh, Netflix original series. Then Kevin Spacey, like, yeah, did he, get, he, yeah, didn't I don't even remember exactly what happened. He, yeah, he tried to some, fuck a teenage boy or something like that. Some some sexual allegation with some with a with, yeah, and then he got cut from the show, and then they finished it without him. I never finished it because I was like, it, he's the only reason I watched the show. Uh, but interesting because he's definitely the bad guy in the show, but he's also the main character. So it's the the main character. So maybe it's kind of like Dexter, except they never did a really good job of making Dexter a bad, bad guy. guy yeah. This guy's actually a bad guy. Like you're, but you're still rooting for him. But, but you're like you, but you feel gross about like, it. Even if you know, like piece of shit or not, Kevin Spacey, in my mind, one of the greatest actors yeah, of I mean, our time. You know? Very, very good actor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that fucking Mel Prophet character. I mean, and this was in, again, this was in the eighties, um, and because the show like after him wasn't great. Um, I mean, it wasn't horrible, but but yeah, his character was so good in there. And <clears throat> at the end, like, and and one of the cool things that, I, and one of the things that I will never forget about this is, uh, like, because like. Um, was it Vincent Terranova or something like that? Um, uh, Ken Wall's character. Um, at the end, uh, when he finds out that this guy that he's taken in, I mean, cause they become like, they're close. Like he's his right hand man, you know, like mm-hmm. his bodyguard or whatever. Like he fucking puts all of his trust in him. He's banging his sister, 
you know, um, like the the FBI agent's banging his sister. He's not banging his sister. He might have banged his sister. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so, but it, when he finds out that this guy betrays him, has betrayed him, you know, I mean, because he actually comes to like feel for him, like the, they're close, like they're actually close, mm-hmm. and it's tough for him when. Prophet finds out that he's, you know, that, that, you know, it's, he's been betrayed and they play like fucking like knights in white satin, you know? And this guy is like just the heartbreak watching him go through with a fucking heartbreak. Like his best friend has just fucking like sold him out. What's never who he thought he was in the first place. And he's fucking crushed. Hmm. And I'm just like, God damn. This is a series. It was a series. Yeah. Dude, what's that called again? Wise guy. Huh? It's but I mean, it very dated, you know, like you know it's good. from the 80s when you watch it, but goddamn, like his performance in there is fucking Interesting. amazing. And that's the first thing that I ever saw him in. Huh. Yeah. He was good. Which, yeah. So he plays good bad guys. He does. He's a bad guy. So do, do you want to do uh, something? You want What's our next list? What do you want to do for our next list? We don't necessarily have to do it the next episode, but we'll, we'll work have to on ponder it. that unless we get some good suggestions. Okay. But if you don't, if we don't, if we don't put it out there, we won't do it. True. What could we do? Um, so I, I thought of. If we're gonna do movies, we'd have to do like well, no, we can't do best. We can't do best movies. Like we've talked about a week long so fucking. Yeah. You want to do a week long podcast? But what about like um, what about? You know, this would be. But well, it might be interesting. But best superheroes. I was gonna do serial killers, but you know, yeah. or best serial killers. <laughs> I don't know. No, I've never been that super into serial killers. I haven't either. Um, or what about? God damn! I just thought of another one. Fucking uh, California with uh, um, California with a K. Remember that movie? And it was fucking um, Brad Pitt's character. Yep. He was a really good bad guy. Hmm. Really good. That was a fucking gross movie. I barely remember it. Oh, I've watched that a bunch of times. He was a serial killer. That's what made me think of it because it was basically a story story about this um, husband and wife who 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 want to travel across the country and they they like put an ad on Craigslist and they end up taking a serial killer and his girlfriend with them. <laughs> and he's going across the country well, to do research on serial killers. I That's thought funny. about Mickey and Mallory. Uh, I thought about him too. Yeah, but I'm like, well, because Natural Born Killers was especially like. Like the version that I saw in the theater was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then they fucking edited the shit out of it when it went to like, v- I guess it was VHS. They did? Then. Yeah. Edited the shit out of it. But then eventually they put all that shit back in. They put out a on DVD. Cut. And, and then it was awesome again. But there was just so much shit that they cut out, you know, like huh. after the theatrical version. I don't know if I ever saw... The I saw, I saw it in the theater and then it was years and then I saw, I think I only saw because I don't remember them cutting anything out of it but I must have just saw the director's cut afterward. Um, really fucked up movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really fucked up movie. And well, I mean, just one of those like, oh man, you know, like it ended the serial killers like fucking like oh, but then like you like you you're rooting for them and, and they're not like they didn't have a lot of like redeeming, redeeming qualities. qualities. It's that's a that's a weird one. So that's what I was like. I, I thought about Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. I was like, he's the hero. He wasn't a bad guy, yeah. you know. So like, can't put him down as the worst bad guy, or you know, bad guy. Cause I, like, I was on his side the entire time. I'm gonna watch that series, um, uh, the Hannibal series 
Oh, I've heard it's okay. I watched a little bit of it one time, and then I just got sidetracked. I've but, never. I'm gonna check that out though. Um, they're fucking. The books are probably some of the best written books. Uh, um, I only read Red Dragon. Uh, Red Dragon was it. good. Yeah, that's like and the, the that's, movie was spectacular that's the, too. That's the history of like Hannibal. How, why he, not why, uh, but like how he got to where he was. Yeah, yeah pretty interesting. Um, really interesting book. Yeah, um, I have to cover more. Cool. Uh, so anything else you want? Um, I think oh, I was going to just say one thing about like uh, switching subjects, but um, I was talking to a friend of mine, um, and she was saying that uh, um, she's been getting mean mugged when she's like walking around, like wearing a mask. You know, I've seen a little bit of that, but you know me, like, you know, the fuck you looking at? Say something, you know. I haven't had any Let of me, that happen <laughs> yet, but I, I fucking can't wait. Man, it's fucking. So I'm just putting the warning out there right now. You want a mean mug? Bring it on. I'll I'll, I'll discuss it with you at a very social distance. <laughs> That's the fucking stupidest thing in the world. Ugh. If somebody is getting angry at me for protecting them, then they you really know, need to go fuck them. It's not so much angry. It's just like pussy. You know, like fucking that shit. And you'll you and, know and 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 I'll t- I'll give you a hint. If it does happen, um you're going to be able to tell them you'll be able to, you know, like it's not going to surprise you what that person looks like. (laughs) Cause it's like, it's like Uh, I can understand people getting irritated with people who are maybe not wearing a mask in a situation where they should be or not practicing social distancing. But if you're getting pissy with somebody for doing for inconveniencing themselves because wearing a mask sucks it's not fun to protect your safety then you really just need to go fuck yourself i mean that's your really only option yeah that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard. you know it's the uh the, the very dumbest people of that tribe are the ones that you know that that particular tribe that um, is crazy. Yeah. So, so let's end on that. All right. Well, we'll 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 keep put our ginormous brains on what what, what other kind of list. But if you guys have any suggestions for us, uh, please let us know, and uh, we'll be back uh, real soon. All right. We'll see you next time. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the podcast. It's been a weird week. Taking you out tonight. Um, I'm going to play another song by Steve Johnson. Uh, this is an old one, um, and it's called The City. And I don't think it's ever been more poignant. People are
You'll see. 